Attention, this is a matter of national security. After a meteorite crashed into the New Jersey Turnpike, the following digital audio transmission from the You Watch I Listen podcast was intercepted by NASA scientists in the year 2019. The You Watch I Listen podcast is about to start. Sit down, listen close, and try not to die. The You Watch I Listen podcast starts now. Home Depot uh, in Kansas had to be evacuated for a bomb threat. Oh, fuck you. A couple other really funny news stories. Kenny G. Who the fuck is Kenny G? The fucking clarinet player. Suck it nice. What did he do wrong? He's being Charles Manson all weird. In the middle of it, he cuts her off and goes, Oh, fuck you. Dude, now I see why people followed Charles Manson. He was very straightforward. He had the right ideas. It's time for the You Watch I Listen podcast, and always remember, don't sniff it, just do it. Hey friends. Hello. Hey, guess who's back, Taylor? Uh, I think you're back. I am back, and You Watch I Listen is back after a couple weeks off. You can be all the things you always wanted to be. Uh, Beautiful. Why? Why not? Sexy. I want to see the video now. I don't know why. But why not, dude? That's a good point. All right, kill this now, you fucking asshole. I fucking love it, dude. All right, so as I said, uh, you watch I listen is back after uh, really, I guess it was Almost two, two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. Um, there was a really good reception to our little sh- random nonsense conversation, yeah. which I listened back to, and it was really funny because there was just times where it kind of went off the rails. <laughs> Yeah. Times we were half drinking. Of our, the whole thing half is of off our, the rails. Dude, half of our conversations are off the there rails. There was no direction to any of the conversations. Like we would go from talking about like heroin overdose to Cheetos. <laughs> like, yeah. It made no sense at all. Um, so why don't we get our reads out of the way? Really, reads. it's only one right now. Um, here, Taylor. I didn't really bet at all. So. Oh, you didn't? No, oh. I did not. But if I wanted to bet, well, where should I have bet? I think you should have bet at this place called Bet DSI. Ooh, Matt, I'm not gonna lie. It's kind of weird that we're back. Josh, can I just tell you, you know, honestly, what a great two weeks it's been not fucking doing the show and not seeing Josh and you for two weeks, how great it's been. Oh, I'm glad you said Josh first and not me. Sorry. Well, it's, listen, it's just built in hate towards you. Okay, that's for fair. A long that's fair. Time. It's just like people that are born. He's guilty born, by association because I wouldn't know him without you. There's so just you're people the culprit, that are like, really. People that are born with like racism, you're born with hatred for me. Yes, it's, it's before you knew me. You're like I hate this fucking dork piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> so why? So why do you choose Bet DSI? That's a great question. Bet DSI has been paying winners for over 20 years, and they are. Pff, ugh, I'm just having the terrible, right, give it a nice, terrible fucking day. <laughs> 
No, I'm not. <laughs> the reason awful. to choose BetDSI is because they've been paying winners for over 20 years. BetDSI is the top-rated betting site on betting review sites. Yeah, they are. It gives you a chance to use your sports knowledge to make some extra cash. BetDSI has a very user-friendly interface and mobile site. They have the fastest payouts in the industry. It's pretty simple, guys. You play, you win, and you get, get paid. paid. BetDSI offers betting options for everything. Bet on MLB, NBA, NFL, NHL, UFC, and all other major sports, politics, reality TV, esports, virtually everything. Try live betting at BetDSI where you can bet on games from start to finish. Every play and every minute until the end. New members will get a 100% bonus match by using promo code YWIL. Again, that is promo code YWIL as in you watch, I listen. That's more than double your money to start winning immediately. Taylor plays there himself. I and he, do. And he's been recommending BetDSI to everyone. If you want to add some extra excitement to the sports you love or any other sports you may be following. Once again, go to BetDSI.com and use promo code YWIL to get this limited time 100% bonus offer. Plus, a free $25 wager just to test the waters. If you're not one of those people like diving right into the deep end and you got to put your toe in the water first. Yeah, figure see, it out. see how the temperature is. This is your chance to get free $25 to bet just to fuck off with. Fuck Don't off. miss out and go make some extra bet. Uh, make some extra cash this betting <laughs> season. Make some extra and betting it's, this o- it's almost season. NFL season, so this is your chance to bet the over-unders and hopefully bet against the Patriots to not win another fucking Super Bowl. Yeah. And remember, it's only a game until you bet it at BetDSI. Yeah, and they are actually the favorites. I think they're plus They're always the fucking favorites, and they should be. Yeah, I know. Those they cunts, absolutely should be. I so, fucking hate them. So, let me ask you something, Josh. Please. Oh, well, not, not Josh. you. Let me not, ask you something, Josh. Yep, yep, Alright, so are you thinking about advertising? I am thinking about it. Cool. Well, you should totally call Lobo Sound. Now, Dan, do you need a website? I do need a website. You should call Lobo Sound, dickhead. Ooh, why should I call Lobo Sound? Lobo Sound's world re- uh, world-renowned commercial production and website construction in English, Spanish, and Polish have made Lobo Sound a fixture in the Chicago radio and digital advertising communities. But Lobo Sound isn't just limited to Chicago. Oh. Alaska. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Alaska, Atlanta, Toronto, Toledo, Hawaii, New Jersey, New York, Montecito, California, IA, dog. Uh, wherever you are, Lobo Sound has your back. Lobo Sound uh, helps you reach your target market effectively and affordably. Reach you want to reach uh, when you want on all devices and applications. For more information, call Lobo Sound at 630-244-9704. That's 630-244-9704. Or visit uh, www.lobosound.com. That's lobosound.com. And mention you watch i listen to get a 10 percent discount again 630-244-9704 and now i want to tell you guys about our friends over at fudge and fins hashtag shots for kidney failure podcast that's good i love that i love that yeah. <laughs> the shots for likes podcast because shots for likes podcast is bringing video into the mix not only can you listen on itunes google play music spotify TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and stitcher you will now be able to watch them stream their episodes every saturday night at 11 p.m eastern standard time <laughs> Your favorite booze-consuming co- podcast... I almost said Comcast. Podcast will be discussing... <laughs> Not far off, dude. <laughs> yeah. We'll be discussing sports, video games, and embarrassing drunken stories. Streaming on Twitch, YouTube, and Mixer. Go to these websites and enjoy the assholery and douchebaggery. That's twitch.tv slash shotsforlikespodcast, mixer.com slash shotsforlikes. Visit the shotsforlikespodcast.com and click on the YouTube icon up top to watch on YouTube. Damn right. And as always, drink with us and don't be cunts. Fucking do it! (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's That's funny. That's your Shia LaBeouf moment, dude. All right, so why don't we start out? 
Taylor, how was your last two weeks? Not great. Well, you went to a Mets game, I saw. Was it one of the big ones they came yeah, back from? So Which game was that? I went to Saturday night. So it was actually uh, Luis. That was, G- was uh, Guillermo's first career home run. Dude, that was fucking wild. Dude, that game was great. We, I almost went Friday night, and I kind of wish I did. I know, but Friday was great, too. The guy, mm. it was his 100th career at-bat to hit his first career home run to tie the game dude. Um, in a pinch-hit situation. It was amazing. It was fucking awesome, Yeah, Grahowski texted me immediately. He goes, pinch-hit home run, LOL, all caps. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, dude, dude. Like, what do you... But it was a lot of fun. Lugo was on fire. Can't yeah. say too much um, about yesterday. No, yeah, we'll get to that later. <laughs> but no, um, that was probably the highlight of the two weeks and not seeing you two jerk-offs, but that would have been That's great. That's a low light. Um, uh, I will say the only other highlight was actually making a uh, emo playlist for Josh. Yeah, yeah, I, saw, yeah, I, saw, yeah. I saw you doing that. That was pretty cool, That was man. a lot of fun, actually. I, I was looking at some of them, and I agreed on pretty much everything. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing I was disappointed was like the lack of thrice, but I guess they're more like... I don't know how to... Because it's like more of a rock band, I guess. I consider them more like in the alternative. Yeah, I guess. Like, but you know, early segment. on, I would they say were they were more emo. Thr- like the first two albums. Yeah, like Dead Bull. Dead Bull. Um, um, Artist of the Ambulance. Artist of the Ambulance. Those you know, songs like that. Yeah, that was Thrice, when they were... Thrice's best albums came during that whole phase. So technically they got roped in. You yeah, know what I mean? and I but think like Thrice, they kind of... Let's listen to them today and I saw so, it. You. you know what's funny? Thrice, I would compare them in their field to like how Tool is viewed in like the metal community. They're, they're, where they're the emo tool. bands, you know, a lot of fans do like them, but they don't necessarily get the respect universally because they aren't like every other band. Definitely there, agree. there is no band you can compare to Thrice in that genre. Well, I was going to say Thrice. I forget the guy's uh, the guy's name. The, Dustin. the the front man, Dustin Krauss. Dude, he's, he's he, to play guitar like that, scream and sing. Dude, that and he's well. got an amazing voice. Live, he sounds better than the album. That was the first when we went. That was the first time I'd seen him in years. Yeah, dude, dude. they're a great live band. Uh, Josh, how was your two weeks? Pretty solid. Uh, I got a lot of stuff going on. I finally started up uh, my LLC for my side business. Ooh, and you uh, are going to use the logo sound? Uh, I am going to use Lobo Sound when go. the time comes. Are you going to mention you watch I Listen? I no, am. I'm not going to mention you watch I Listen. <laughs> what Imagine. Yeah, yeah, don't do it. Like mention just don't mention other... the show that you're a part of, <laughs> mention, Just mention Bobo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bobo sent me. Yeah, Bobo yeah, sent me. Just, just Bobo call Bobo Curlin. Oh, right. <laughs> Bobo Curlin. Um, okay, so you want to hear some stuff from my trip? Yes, I do. Okay, so. I'm also eating in case anyone's wondering. It's your autobiography also. <laughs> I'm also eating. <laughs> is that your is that it's just like sound effect. It's a bag of rocks, He's dude. A big rig. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you drive a truck half the time. I do. That's yeah, true. Drive it off a cliff. Um, <laughs> so, so my trip. Um, so we got to Vegas on Saturday night. Uh, we were only staying there the first night, and we were going, heading to Utah for the next couple days before we came back to Vegas. So we landed. We got to our hotel room right at like 11 o'clock, and I said to the landlord and our two friends were with him, like, guys, I don't care how tired you are. I'm going in and out. <laughs> and I'm going to dispensary. And I can say dispensary because it's legal out there. I can say whatever the fuck I want about doing it out in Vegas. I don't give a shit. I wasn't doing it in New Jersey. You, fuck it. You could say it normally. It's, you know. No. It's- well, normally we, we, we allude to things that sure. may not be legal everywhere, like murder and, <laughs> and uh, domestic violence and things like that. I mean, me, not you. I, I'm talking about the things I do in my extracurricular time, <laughs> beating up women. And so I went to the dispensary. Oh, I got to tell you how these things operate. <laughs> yeah. I, there's That's always perfect. A, there's always yeah. a drum. Line That's to domestic perfect. violence. Oh, you want a black eye? Dun, dun, dun. So <laughs> these dispensaries, I gotta tell you, they're fucking crazy. Yeah, really. So you walk in, and it's like someone behind, like uh, when you go through drive through at a bank, like they're on the other side of plexiglass. Oh, dude, like they have a teller and everything. Yeah, they ask for your IDs because they want to confirm everything's legit. Sit down, and someone comes in and they call your name, Sick. and they're like, "So what are you looking for? Like, how do you want to feel?" And I said, 
great. Yeah. <laughs> I said great. I, I, I said great. And it's I the knew, only acceptable I was answer. Like, I, I was like, legitimately, I'm going to the mountains in Utah, and I want some edibles that can really help me enhance the experience. So you, you just want to chill and you want to see some shit. Yeah. So I bought some gummies. Like, it, what, they weren't too expensive either. Like what was a ten, milligram a ten pack those? of gummies was like thirty bucks. I'm saying like, well, like the size of the edibles, like, like oh, milligram they were gummies, wise? like probably about like. I'm yeah, saying, are, are you talking like ten milligrams, something yeah, like that? No, the, the, these were about I think twenty to twenty five milligrams. Dude, you only need like ten to put you oh, in a fucking uh, hole. Oh, well, I'll get into that. <laughs> so, so I bought the gummies, and then um, I was like, I need something to help me sleep tonight. So we, okay. I got I got something to smoke to sleep. Cool. And then it, he's like, we also have these cookies. That um, he's like, I like they're, cookies. They're, they're buy one get one, right? buy one get one half off. Uh-huh. And he's like, it's a snickerdoodle. I was like, okay. And he's like, all right. So the way the cookie is about the size of like a brownie, like your, tri- it's like picture like two cosmic brownies together and a little bit thicker, right? I'm not gonna picture it because I've done it. I know. Okay, so exactly. <laughs> so and he's like, all right, this is how you eat them. He's like, they're cut into slivers for you if you're a regular smoker. Uh, probably two will make you feel pretty good. Okay. Okay. So I was popping the gummies most of the trip, like at night. I, like I was literally, dude, in Zion National Park. At I was night. Say, of all places, night, dude, beautiful. Dude, I was bugging out the one night because yeah. I'm sitting there. It's like dark out. Everyone's sleeping, and like, yo, you have a spider right on your mic, Taylor. Where? That's 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 a real spider too. No, what do you mean? As opposed to a fake spider? No, I'm saying like he's a real, but not like a daddy long legs. Oh, okay, like, he's gonna hang out. Leave him be. Yeah, he's fine. His name is Norbert. Norbert. Or Norbert, Norbit, Norbit with Eddie Murphy. Norbit sucks. Okay, so um, I'm, everyone's asleep, and I'm like sitting on the deck, like in the park with these gigantic fucking mountains. Like Josh, picture the mountains that the people were jumping off of midsummer, like that, even higher than that, right? And at night, the way the landscape makes them look, it looks like a fuck. The tidal wave from Interstellar is coming towards oh. you, and I'm sitting there like tripping balls. <laughs> and then like I was listening to the new Tool song, like tripping balls, like Dude. in there. I was just like, because the new Tool song especially was like an experience. <laughs> you, you come back in. Aside from Zion National Park, you walk in, it's like, yeah, one hour's been seven years. Yeah, dude, no, like, I was like, <laughs> dude, I was literally like, I came back in at one point, and I was like, man, sorry I was outside for so long. Like, you were outside for 20 minutes. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> That's so, what I'm saying, So dude. Zion was awesome, like, and Bryce National Canyon was awesome. Like, words and dude, pictures don't do it justice. The pictures like, were incredible, it, too. It's insane what it's like out there, and it's, like, one day we just went, uh, river, we got, like, t- shitty tubes, and we went down, like, a river, Perfect. and of course, I'm the heaviest one of everyone like uh the two people we're with they're lighter than me landlord's lighter than me and we're going oh, on I these know. like shitty know, yeah. shitty tubes right. and we're going over these rocks and of course i get thrown out of them and That's like awesome. almost crack my fucking head oh. like like uh johnny and night of the living dead getting his head smashed on a tombstone and uh so, Sick reference, so it, bro. it was great it was great but being in like that water like my skin felt clean i was like this is fucking cool mm. and then we get to vegas well there you go from one <laughs> and, extreme to the next and shit so I, I'll tell you about Friday. I might have told you in text, so I got to explain it here. So Probably I didn't. told myself on Friday because I wasn't doing a lot of the extracurricular stuff with everyone because they went shooting. I'm not into that. They went paintballing. I'm not into that. They rented exotic cars. That's not my thing. The one thing I wanted to do was uh, like a really good go kart place, like a fucking sick go kart place. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. So you so you turned down shooting. Yes. You turn down paintball yes. and driving an exotic car. Yes. Dude, that machine gun range that's out there is really Oh, I saw it. Cool. If, if, if it's no, the one it's, Dan Blazarian goes to, I, well, you're... What it, the dude, fuck? I, spent, I don't think it was I, that dude, I was there 
when I went to Vegas last year, I was there for maybe two, maybe an hour, and I spent like okay. eight hundred bucks. Can, can I tell you the reason why I didn't want <laughs> so many rounds? Can I tell dude. you the reason I didn't want to do any of these things? Because I was not sober the entire time I was in All Vegas. Right, okay. Okay. okay, no, so, it makes sense. I'm being responsible. Okay, that is, so, that is a responsible so that, thing. That Friday, um, saying, so I'm, we got we got back to Vegas on Thursday, and it was pretty low key. Like we just we went to like some uh, burlesque show that was pretty chill, and I was tripping balls for that. And is it like a like burlesque? You talking like a Moulin Rouge type of thing? It was like to metal and shit, like to rock what? and girls are like naked and shit. It was cheesy what? as fuck. What's like that? it was some like terrible like PowerPoint thing like <laughs> thing going on. What's and like the guy's like posting to his PowerPoint like quotes from whatever song's gonna play. And I hear Ba with the Ba's about to come on. <laughs> and like in quotes, it's supposed to be inspirational. And in quotes it just says, Now get in the pit and try to love someone. <laughs> I'm like this hack. This That's fucking, fucking awesome. jerk off. I love it. So Friday rolls along. Like, okay. Thursday was pretty low key. Like people went out gambling and shit. I'm gonna put Take some it. music on behind Go the ahead. story. Yeah, please put on some like Vegas music. Um, just come <laughs> something some Vegas music. Okay, just, I was gonna put Bob with the Bond, but I actually have something better than. Okay, good. So let me tell you about Friday now. So Friday, all of them were going out to go uh, paintballing and shooting, and I was like, I'm just gonna hang back. So I decided that day. I'm going to see how many edibles I can take. Right. So, I told you about it, the dosing he said to take with those cookies. Yeah, right. He said eat like two, two slivers. So, I ate half of the one one of the giant cookies Fair. in one shot. Okay. And that, that was at like 2 p.m. So, is that technically a quarter? Is that like what it added up to? <laughs> it was, so, you sliver, so, you doubled it. Each sliver was 10 milligrams. Dude, he did 40? <laughs> I did 40. What are you trying no, to prove? it was more than that. It was, what am I trying to prove? It was more than that. <laughs> what the fuck is your problem? <laughs> I was macro dosing. Oh, my God. So... Um, I'm like sitting in the I room and I'm like, all right, the Mets game's coming on soon because it's yeah. the time delay. And it was that game when they came back from 6 3 down. Saturday. Uh, I was, I was no, there. It's the Friday game. The Friday game. Oh, the Friday yeah, game. The Friday yeah. game when they're Comfort down 6 3. Um, and then I knew that night was when it was going to get really weird. <laughs> I decided, like, what, after I took the edible, I went down to the pool in my Speedo and I fell asleep for like an hour and a half, That's two hours. Awesome. And, like, the best part is I walked down in my regular bathing suit and everyone's like, oh, just a normal guy. And then I took it off and I'm just in the American flag Speedo. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, try I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to fathom how many pictures of, of you were taken without you knowing while you were passed out for oh, an I'm hour. Oh, I'm sure. I hope. And how many of these fucking, um, how many of those videos are just circling of you, like, asked out? Oh, on dude, a I woke chair. up with, like, my thumb, like, underneath, like, right by my crotch. Like, it was just pretty heinous. So, so you do that so, sometimes. You wake up, yeah. your hands down your pants. Exactly. Yeah. So, I woke up, I went back to shower, I went to the sports book for a little bit, watched the Mets game. That was probably um, fun. Yeah, Real we sports book out there, there was Like, there was a couple other Mets fans, which yeah. was pretty cool. I did that, yeah. Um, I took some more edibles. Um, yeah. I literally, like, I took them every three hours. From 2 p.m. to 2.30 a.m. So, so you had a constant buzz for like 12 hours. Buzz is an understatement. <laughs> um, so then we, okay. uh, the group got back together and we're like, all right, let's go to the strip club. Okay. Okay. Right. We found the only fully nude strip club in Las Vegas okay. that also serves liquor. Okay. Got so. a shuttle there. They play party all the time on the shuttle. Keep mind, I am completely fucked up beyond approach at this point. Like, awesome. I'm just a fucking mess. I fucking love and it. let me add this. I fucking hate strip clubs. They skeeve me out. I've, I've never been in that for that reason. It just They, they fucking skeeve me out. And um, I really offended two strippers. Because what you? they do, we got, we, got no. a we got a table that had bottles and shit. And because I'm so uncomfortable and I get neurotic in places where I'm uncomfortable, I just started drinking on top of being unbelievably high. Been there. So yep. I had about like six just whiskey drinks. Like uh, in like an hour, right? Uh, and Dan, Dan the, and whiskey doesn't the, mix. The first uh, first stripper comes up and sits in my lap, and uh, I like I don't even. She's like, "What's your name?" I'm like, "Dan," but you're wasting your time. She's like, "What do you mean?" And she's like, "What am I sitting on?" 
He's like, Don't, that's my weed. <laughs> She's like, can you move it? I said, no. I was like, I have it there for a reason. And she quick like walks away. What are you sitting on? So my, this the, is how, the, the Tootsie Roll I have this in my is how pocket. how sketchy this fucking place was. So at one point, me and my buddy go outside just because I want to have a cigarette. And um, we're just talking. And then the stripper that works there comes out. She has to be no more than 90 pounds soaking wet. Like she's tiny. And she okay. all this, like we're sitting on this bench, like we're Forrest Gump and the black lady's talking too. And she goes to my buddy, hey, move over. And I, right away I'm like, oh, she's trying to suck a dick for like 20 bucks right now. But sure enough, that's what she was trying to, she was trying to uh, get someone to buy a blowjob. Cool. And she's 19. Okay. <laughs> she just moved here. I'm like, oh my, she was a meth. I'm fully convinced she was a meth. I, I need to send my boss to that place when we go out to Vegas in, uh, in January, so I'll never find him again. Just fucking grab it on its web and throw it. No, he's hanging. You just freaked out. Because I, did, I didn't know he was swinging like fucking Spider-Man. you anyway. It's too no, small. No, I'm not scared of it. I was scared um, that he was like in my face. So we go back in and like I'm specifically positioning myself in our little corner yeah, so cool. that the strippers won't come up and bother me and expect me to buy a dance. And again, sure enough, at like 2, 2 a.m. another one comes up and sits on my fucking lap and she's like trying to like get me to buy a dance and she's like, you won't even look at me. I'm like, yeah, because I told you you're wasting your time and I'm not spending a dime on you. And eventually, she's like, you know, you're really rude for being the ugliest one at the table. And I said, I'm like, that's fine. You came over here and you work here. And she eventually sent someone to come talk to me and everything. And I eventually said, I need to get out of here because I'm going to get in trouble. Because this was not a safe strip club at no. all. It was like in the ghetto of Vegas. Like, this place is you where You weren't in Old Vegas goes. for that, no? Yeah, it was. You were in Old Vegas. Yeah, I forgot. Palomino's, I think, was the name of this place. Wait, wait, wait. wait. So, what, you went down to Fremont How Street, far dude. from the strip were you? Oh, it, this was like a 20-minute shuttle. Yeah, so wait, you weren't close. North or south? Dude, you're asking me. I just told you how fucked up yeah, I was. true. And I sat all the way in the back of the bus like Rosa Parks. Are you kidding? <laughs> and, he, and he's asking. And you went the direction asking, I think you went. That, yeah, you were. Oh no! When I went outside to get a cigarette, I was like, I can't go out here by myself. <laughs> like, I'm a Josh is out here asking. With my eyes, my pupils not dilated. Josh, you Josh is out here asking for fucking cardinal directions. <laughs> yeah. Shit. So eventually, like I decided to go back. Uh, a couple of my buddies came with me, and then I just. I, oh yeah! Right after that whole thing happened with the stripper, I took another edible. That was my last one, and that's when I was like, I got to get out of here. Um, and I got to go. And then Saturday was more low key. I, I did a couple more. I had a couple drinks out the dinner we went to this awesome dinner and then we hung out at this bar it was overall just a really really cool laid-back trip nice um uh oh, oh, oh the bride and groom almost didn't make it out their flight got canceled on That's the day awesome. they were supposed to come out because i guess there was like a tornado in essex county on friday i think they were supposed to, oh, no they were supposed to fly out on wednesday night to here uh from yeah there was a tornado right near newark that night what? and all the flights out of newark got canceled That's news to me they canceled every they canceled uh corn allison chains at pnc and on really? oath yeah because the weather was so bad they grounded every flight out of newark that day weather was rough i, I, I heard nothing about a yeah, tornado. it was it was in uh what, what newark airports in union newark, union newark airports in newark and this was well what, what county it's in union i think yeah Union and, county. and the tornado was in no, essex no, no, county no, essex, essex. okay so it's flip yeah. the, whatever the yeah, tornado right, 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 right. was um but overall everything else in vegas was i I'll, I'll be honest i don't know if i ever need to really do vegas again i got it's one, not my scene i, would, I like, love it dude one, i had such a good time one one more, i was there by myself expensive. one more trip i can yeah, if i do one good trip there like because I was there, I was working CES at the time, so like I really couldn't. Really, yeah, yeah, of course. I couldn't really enjoy it the way I wanted to. But 
I did have the most ridiculous. Steak I would dinner. go back just for the dispensaries because the shit was awesome, dude. I had it was fucking great. You know what? I, I like, went to I Ari and enjoy it because everything was expensed. Yeah, I didn't, <laughs> see, everything's really expensive. Expense report, expense report. Like, dude, everything was so fucking expensive. Yeah. Like, and I'm just like, I like, I'm like this week. I'm like, I need to be fucking frugal right now because <laughs> I like, spent a lot of money. Dude, no. I'd be like, in a, I'd be at like in the casino, not like at the casino gambling. Turn this shit off. <laughs> How do you, you, you sneak take, this you take, in there? Do you take Amex business? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, can you please not take this? <laughs> so overall, it was a really good trip. Um, so why don't we get into the reviews now and kill Bob with the Bob, please. Um, uh, who, want me to go first? Yeah, You go gave first. me your favorite album of all time. Yes. Uh, Valencia, as we all need a reason to believe, uh, you have this tattooed on you. I think we should take a picture of your tattoo. Or just send me a picture of your tattoo to post when we uh, post the episode. Okay. Um, so Valencia, as we all need a reason to believe, I was um, more or less unfamiliar with the album, although I have, have heard Valencia see a songs from you do the great uh, fine I listened to the album on my flight out, my flight back, and then a bunch at work this week. Uh, this is a kick-ass album. Sick, yeah, um, right, as far it. as emo goes, this is what I want. You're, from, n- you're, n- you're not being nice, like you're being sincere. I'm being sincere. Okay. I'm, being ser- I'm not being nice. I'm being sincere. Oh, so no, I, I, you're not, not being, being sarcastic. Dick. I don't know. Dude. No. I'm all fucking tar- 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 Um No, this is a genuinely, genuinely great album, yeah. and it's what I look for in an emo album. The lyrics were not heavy-handed, which is one of my biggest complaints with a lot of emo. The music didn't try to be overly complicated, which is one of my biggest complaints with a lot of emo bands when they try being thrice when they're not. Yeah. Something I think Taking Back Sunday has stayed in their lane very well with. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they never tried to get overly complicated. Uh, they weren't pretentious. Like, I feel Brand New gets a lot of the times. Brand New could be very, very pretentious. A lot of the times, the whole time. Yeah, pretty much all the time. Everything Even in their lyrics. Even in the good songs, a lot of it is pretentious. Everything after Deja and Tendu is they, like... They stay in their lane with this. Lyrically, it's very well written. I didn't give a song less than a four on this album. Sick. Um, the, the song that you uh, said... The two songs that you said were your favorite both got fives and Where Did You Go and Free. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a couple other fives on here there's actually a bunch of fives i had a five on where did you go on carry on carry on, on safe to say i can't see myself in free everything else was a four safe to say is a great safe song. to say was probably my favorite song on it's here so much fun dude. Uh, he's got a great voice i wouldn't call it a powerful voice no. but it's perfect for this band he's also very distinct like like you you i, I could pick him out great besides the fact that he's like they're my favorite now band. are they still together I really don't know. It's very weird. So they had they were on an eight year hiatus. So they just like a tool situation, kind of. But like they were done, done. You okay. know what I mean? They did break up officially. Uh, officially, okay. And that was two thousand, yeah, two thousand eleven. They just released new music this year. They released three different singles. How but, were they? Uh, they were actually really good. I was the first one. I was so very they surprised. To just recharge. Like they didn't. They they. Yeah. I think bands get well, to a point. They the, they went through uh, they went through member changes. Uh, there was a big fight between <laughs> JD and <laughs> JD Davis. No. I wish well, okay. he should hit a home run, um, but even though it's whatever, yeah. um, JD the guitar player and Shane the um, vocalist towards the real end of the band originally there was a big falling out between them, okay. um, but then they you know they kissed and made up and they they, um, they made out. Kissed and made up, oh, and then okay. uh, you're being. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, uh, literal uh, Dan. <laughs> they uh, they got back together for the two reunion shows about two years ago, so that was a lot of fun. Did you go um, see him? Yes, I, I went both. I drove to Philly one night, and I was in New York the next. Yeah, night. I would really go. I would go see these guys in a heartbeat. Just they, they I really, really like. So this. I'm a big fan of Shane Told's Lead Singer Syndrome podcast, and it was uh, the week after he was talking to someone on the show, like the guy from like Can't Swim or some shit, and he's talking about because Shane, Shane Told, and mm-hmm. Shane Henderson. So he's like, dude, I heard some. Band and Valencia sold out the Fillmore in uh, in Philadelphia. Yeah. It was three thousand people. Yeah, dude. And he goes, "I like being the only Shane in the scene." Like it was, <laughs> it was kind of like it was kind of like a, the only time I sent him an email. Fuck you, right? But um, the I just I'm so happy that they're kind of back. I don't really know exactly what 
is going to happen necessarily, but it might I, be one of those things like yeah. where I think bands need like a recharge. Like yeah. I said, like Tool never officially mm. broke up, broke up, but they definitely they had their own things they were doing. And I think when you're together for so long, it, it's got to be hard. That's why bands like when you see like the Chili Peppers, how long they've been doing it, yeah, and they're still pumping out quality music every four years. Mm. It, it makes a band like that even more impressive. But if they can come back after all this time and a breakup and member yeah. changes and still be good, it says a lot about them. Well, the thing that's cool because you gave what was the song Carry On? You yes. gave it a five. Yes. So that is like their. That's you know because a lot of is that e- like their is that like their Make Damn Sure kind of uh, like, Make Damn Sure was Take Max Sunday's only number one single. I guess it's more or less like you know it's the anthem. It's the slow song. It's gotcha. the feel. Okay. So I guess for Taking Back Sunday, it would be cute without the A. Cute without the A. So this is their cute without the A. Yes, and it, um, they turn it into more of a uh, in-memoriam song. It's their Mambo be- number 5. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> they turn it into their um, in-memoriam song because the original uh, drummer, Mac uh, Mac Sora, actually passed away from a, a terrible uh, motorcycle accident. Oof. So... The next album that came out, Dancing with a Ghost, they got the new drummer, who's now also... You see the ghost they were no, dancing with? No. <laughs> who's also um, the drummer for Panic! at the Disco now, uh, right now. Um, All right. So whenever they play this song live, it's always at a... This is for Max. It's like if Bayside ever plays Winter, because it's for beats. Yeah, yeah it's for it, the drummer. Yeah, it's for beats. That's yeah. fucked. Uh, yeah. Or uh, These Hands Are Strong. Yeah, That's These what Hands that Are is. Strong, yeah. More like how Metallica abandoned bass after a certain album for Cliff. <laughs> yeah, I mean, true. Although I do like Metallica's I mean, bass like, player now. I mean, yeah, like, he's awesome. Yeah, he's great. Great. I mean, I mean, I, 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 I mean yeah, like, I mean, fantastic. like, Newstead is great, but like, how do you really replace a Cliff Burton? You can't. No, they literally had no bass for like two albums. Yeah, that's Cliff but, died. But that's awesome. They didn't, they didn't use any bass on Injustice for All. Like, Jason Newstead just stood there yeah. and strummed. Yep. They Did, didn't have a bass line in any song. Didn't yep. they do that for um? What the hell was it? Didn't uh, Slipknot do that for a couple shows after Paul Gray passed away? They, had a, they, had, they basically just kept his bass out there. Yeah, and they played a couple of the songs. They did Circle, I think. Or, yeah. No, Snuff. They did Snuff. Snuff, and that's um, that's where Corey fucking freaks out every yeah. time they play. Yeah, that. exactly. And what's crazy because he was on that album yep. for Snuff, and they just developed a new meaning. But um, going back to this, uh, Valencia, we all we all need a reason to believe is a five out of five. Um, even if every song didn't get a five, this was a great album. It immediately after one listen got added to my own playlist, so it's going to be in constant circulation. I don't think it's as good as the Wonder Years album, which legitimately might be my favorite album now, I've heard in the last five years. Now I'm being honest, like those are my easy, my top two, and it's it's no, it's no like it's, it's not a it's, slight to any other no, one. It's, it's like. 1A, 1B. It's literally such a coincidence that two of my top favorite bands ever are both from Philadelphia. Like that, that's what's hard about it. I don't it. think it's a coincidence. I just think you're in love with Philly. I, I'm, I'm, in, I'm, in love, I'm in love with bands from Philly. It is a garbage, garbage city teams. with garbage Dude, people and I'm garbage the, teams. I'm in love with bands from Philly. It's real talk. Well, I guess the only, thing, the only thing that's not garbage from Philly is Rocky and the bands that Taylor likes. That's true. Uh, uh, Joe Frazier. Joe Frazier. Okay, uh, the starting line. The, okay, the starting line. I saw them. Yeah, uh, the starting line. They opened for Taking Back Sunday. Hell yeah, they did. All right, so Valencia, we all need a reason to believe. Five out of five. Now. And ironically, since you gave me one of your favorite albums, I gave you one of my five favorite horror movies of all time. Yes, uh, you gave me uh, the original Dawn of the Dead. George and, A. Romero's. And good for you, Stroman, getting out of that jam. Yeah, good shit. Opus. Uh, yeah, badass. Dawn so, of the Dead. So you gave me this movie. came out in 1978. Now, I do very much enjoy this movie. It's okay. it's not bad at all. What's bad about it is what makes it great because sure. it's 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 like campy. It's like the patient zero sure, sure. Of, of zombie films yeah. today because yeah. you could see plainly where a lot of the inspiration has come from. Oh my god! Um, well, they've actually even put little Easter eggs in The Walking Dead 
from to in from Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. Um. It, it's pretty crazy. The whole thing with the mall is really cool because, like I said, I saw the I saw the remake first. Sure. Sure. And just just like just to see like uh, how the comparison between the original and the and the remake. I watched the well, remake as well. One of the things I told you about it was that the once they get in the mall, the original Dawn of the Dead has a much deeper meaning to it than the other one. There's, it feels more of like a character piece than it does. It's an a actual character zombie. piece. It's a case study on consumerism. Yep. Like they mentioned, like they're coming back here. Like it's a memory, mm-hmm. and it, it was all written about the the mass consumerism that was happening in America at the time. Yeah, definitely. Um, and this, this was at the boom of the shopping malls in the country. Well, I was going to say, that reminds me of like the, literally the last season of Stranger Things yes. where the mall comes into the... Well, that was... I think I said that to you, too. Yeah, it was like, did. oh, the mall is entirely Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, like, that whole thing was Dawn of the Dead entirely. Exactly. Yeah. But um, I really like this movie. It's very campy. Um, the only thing, like I said, I don't like, it's only... It's just... Dude, it's a product of its time. Is just like the lame, lame seventies, eighties action sequence. Oh, sure, sure. But that, uh, but you can't, you can't really it's take away to be like from a little that. Goofy and fun, like yeah. Th- I think the reason they do those, and this is what George Romero said himself, like he likes having these moments of levity that seem silly because there's so much dread around them. Because he doesn't. Night of the Living Dead was pure dread from start to finish. Yeah. Day of the Dead was also pure dread start to finish. And with Dawn of the Dead, he wanted to bring in these moments of joy to their characters. Yeah. And I mean, the movie starts out with a guy's head getting. Exploded like a watermelon yeah, it was in, the, up. in the the projects. Uh, that whole scene in the, the the projects is fucking sick. It's, it's when the nuts. guy's just going crazy, and then the the woman sees her husband who's a zombie, bites her neck, and then the, the obviously the the end of the movie when the gore, which was revolutionary was, at the time, it, it was hard to watch. Well, honestly, one, the guy that um one of the guys that was in that motorcycle gang that came by that had yeah. the big machete that was hacking people. <laughs> yeah. That's Tom Savini. He's is the guy really? that did all the makeup. No shit. He's the one that is the they call him the Godfather of gore. Yeah, I remember he you were did, saying that. He did the gore in the original Friday the 13th. He's yep. the one that designed the fucked up Jason Voorhees that pops out of the water at the end. Ugh. He did all of that. And so they fuck him, him then. They gave him that little role. Um, I love the beginning of the movie when there's that whole conversation happening on the news and you, mm. you're starting to see the dismantling of the uh, of the, of the world, pretty much. Yeah. Nah, uh, th- there, was, there was a lot of good stuff. The only thing is... The I, elevator I, scene with the, the guy oh, that oh, you felt bad for him. Yeah, I felt... And I, um, love, the, I love the main character, uh, the, see, the, uh, the, the dad from Keenan and Kel. Ken Ford. <laughs> yeah, he's great. He's great. See, Pretty much, like I, I just I didn't care about the characters. I, I was yeah. I was more invested in like the world as a whole. Yeah, as it I was think, happening. I don't think you're supposed to care about the characters as much as the relationships well, they develop. Well, that's because you're yeah. start, when the the other cop guy when yeah. he gets bit, and then you see him that scene when the blanket comes down. And yeah, you see him it's, rise up. It's kind of yeah, that yeah. was fucked up. Um, but yeah, I mean, if I really have to be sincere about it, it gets a solid seven. Yeah, um, I liked. It's... I did. I did enjoy it. I also like the fact that it was free. I watched it on YouTube. Oh, um, that's great. That's dude, awesome. T- but but my, there, there's another version of it oh, out there. The, the only takeaway I have it's too a little too long for me. Okay, so there is it's another like version that's a little hours, bit longer. It's two hours and um, forty five. So minutes. there's a, a, an Italian version um, directed by Lucio. I'm forgetting his fucking name. Lucio that Ball? was called. It was called Zombie over in Italy. Oh, yeah. um, and he added a few more sound effects to it. Added a couple more things. A little bit more gore. Um, scenes that were cut from the, yes. or, the original pressing. Dawn of the Dead 19's extra long version. Oh, yeah, you watch, you watch that one then. You watch yeah. that one. Yeah. Like, where you hear the zombie noises no matter where they are. That isn't in the original. Oh, really? Um, that's still a really good version. Yeah. That's the one I'll watch because I'm so familiar with it. Yeah, right. And I like the little things added to it. But it was there, cool. But there's certain movies I won't watch the extended editions because I don't need it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know I what know. I mean? But like Lord of the Rings, I'm watching the extended. You, 
Stone yeah, and to. Dead. I'm watching the extended. So yeah. I'm glad you liked it. I'm glad I watched the extended too on action. I had no idea there yeah. was two different that's, versions. That's but yeah, it was killer, good. Man. I dug it. Um, and eventually, I guess we'll have to get you to Day of the Dead. Um, and you've seen the original Night of the Living Dead, yes. I guess. Okay. Um, cool, cool. All right, so let's get into the picks for this week. Um, I guess I'll go first. Yeah, you go first. Um, so this is one of the ones I was thinking about giving you um, on our last episode. Um, it's a Martin Scorsese movie. Hey. Uh, it was his most recent movie, actually. And it didn't have the same kind of fanfare that you see from A Wolf of Wall Street, A Shutter Island, A Goodfellas, the upcoming uh, movie, of The Irishman. Um, oh, right, right, he's right. made three movies based in religion in his filmography. He okay. did The Last Temptation of Christ with uh, Willem Dafoe. He did Cundun, um, which not many people have seen. I said Cundun. I almost said Cumdump. Cundun, which not many people have seen. This movie came out in 2016. It stars Andrew Garfield, Adam Driver, Liam Neeson. It's called Silence. Yeah, you literally just told me about this a couple weeks yes. ago. So. Um, so Silence is based on a true story, and this is about the genesis. Adam Driver, dude. Adam, Andrew Garfield's incredible as yeah. well. I mean, I, I thought I liked him, and then I saw Hacksaw Ridge, and I realized how good he was. He really is that um, great. So Silence, is, it takes place in the 1600s, and it is based in the Japanese Empire when they were I'm committing, in. committing mass genocide against Christians and practicing Christians. Dude, I'm, I'm um, already in. Any like, pre- it sounds great. Any, it's, it's a really powerful movie. It's a really at times upsetting movie because they were kidnapping they were taking priests that came over there that were trying to spread Christianity because Christianity was um, illegal at the yeah, time yeah, yeah. and they committed genocide and to see the things that were happening and as Andrew Garfield and Adam Driver, Driver struggle, struggle to keep their faith um, it's called silence because they're struggling with this and all they hear from God is silence Wow. Not, like we're waiting for an answer from God. I'm just and, just affect Scorsese. Like just you explaining it, Scorsese directed and this. I have no Scorsese doubt. when you know he does these movies like Goodfellas, Casino, Wolf of Wall Street that are so much fun. Yeah. And then he has these like these random art house type movies that that just work. And because his he, while all those movies are fun, he is arguably the most brilliant director. Of all time, yeah, I, it, it's either him or Kubrick for me. It's like one A, one B when it comes to actually the filmmaking process. And Silence makes you feel what's happening to the characters and to these people that don't necessarily have depth. And it, it's it's like two and a half hours, so it is a long movie. You have to okay, expect it was some kind yeah. of religious e- epic. Yeah, you, um, you got to like really go for and it. And I would yeah. say I've told a couple of my friends that are practicing Christians, and a couple of my friends that are just more spiritual. If you have any sort of faith, and you're, whether you're Christian or you're spiritual, and you're not sure, this movie should resonate with you because this was a real thing that happened, and it's a real thing that still happens in a lot of places for right. for for Christians for any type of religion. Really, there you go, Rosario. Yeah, Rosario. Um, so silence is my pick for score you. Score run. It should. I think. It's Scores, yeah, score to run. Nice. Um, so you gave me, oh yeah, so you gave me silence. Yes. Now my for my album for you this week is going to be a newer album as well. I kind of wanted to keep it fresh because okay. uh, I've been giving you a lot of older sure, stuff. Sure, sure. Um, but I'm gonna give you. It's it's a deep cut as far as the band's concerned. Uh, the band is Alkaline Trio. Oh, and baby. I'm and I'm gonna give you their newest album came out last year. Is this thing cursed? Um, this album is absolutely fantastic. Uh, you know what's funny when this album came out. I went back and I listened to like all their old stuff, but not this one. Yeah, that that's, uh, happened to me for a little bit, but then like just the title track is this thing cursed. Really, for whatever reason, just resonates with me for some reason. Sure. Like it's just Matt because it's Matt Ski, but not even like just singing harmonies. And I forget the bass player's name, but he's the one who takes front mm-hmm. on a lot of these songs. He, I think oh, he's that's a, cool. I think he's a better vocalist in sure. my opinion. Um, also. 
I've been on an alkaline trio kick because I, I was watching like a really bad Blink One Eighty Two set not too long ago. No, that new Blink One Eighty Two song is awful. The and newest one, it's I'm, so bad. I'm, I'm not a fan, and I feel terrible because Matt Skiba deserves so much no, fucking better than it's that. It's not his fault. The whole song is bad. It's not, dude. And it's it, a and, bad and it annoys song. me because California was a very good record, and people yeah, that shit wasn't on the I like that more no than like the previous like two or three but Blink One Eighty Two albums. My whole issue is that uh, Skiba is just made for alkaline trio, and like Tom is made for Blink. It's just it yeah, is what it it's is. It's hard. It's hard. I mean. He does a good job filling in. Like he if, does okay. If Tom was dead. It would make perfect sense. But he's not. He should be. No, <laughs> alien should actually far. take him. Well, listen. He's you know he's turning out to be kind of right about this alien shit. But well, whatever. No, he he's. Just because he said their aliens are real doesn't mean he's right. <laughs> That's no by definition. What, what do you mean? Saying, what he's saying is completely different than the stuff that we've learned. Listen, and I felt terrible because watching because no, watching him on Rogan, he just looked like such an he made asshole. an asshole of himself. He really did. Okay, I don't care Go about on, Tom DeLonge, but yeah, um, this album came out right in the middle. Um, actually, right after I believe Matt Skiba had throat surgery right before this, and was right before Michael K. Right after the uh, well, yeah, yeah. took it. Well, he came back quicker than yeah. Michael K. And um. <laughs> Good. It just looks like when I went to go see them last year, when this album came out on this album cycle, just looked like he was having so much fucking fun doing what he was like playing small, smaller venues, like really doing it for the music as opposed to stay together for the cash, not the kids. Yeah, of course. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, my pick this week is Alkaline Trios. Is this thing cursed? I absolutely adore cool. this record. All right, man. And it flew under the fucking radar. Dude. Well, Alkaline it's that Trio kind of always has. Always has. They kind of have. I mean, for me, like legitimately, someone asked you recently, like, what's one of your, like, name me your five favorite songs. And I was like, legitimately. One of my five favorites is Radio. Radio is one of the most brilliantly written songs. Radio, Mercy Me, I Found a Way, Is This Thing Cursed? And what, what in the butt? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> When's the last time you thought about that? Private Eye. Private okay. Eye is a fucking banger. I wasn't even talking like just Alkaline Trio songs. I was oh. talking about just like songs in general. Oh, I was, like, I was like, Radio is probably in my top five of songs yeah, in general. Yeah, Radio is great. All right, let's get into some dumb shit now, guys. This is what we're good at, right? I like dumb shit. Um, I have a Boss Bagel update for you. Do Boss we? Boss Bagel guy, yeah. He is going to be doing another celebrity boxing match. This time oh, yeah, against wait, wait. one Lenny Dykstra. That's awesome. Oh, I did yeah, that's Dude, Nails is going to kick the fuck out of him. I can't wait. Like, it's. I, I, did you see the video of him going out training with. Um, he was training with uh, Chris Weidman. Boss was it, Bagel. No, Boss was it Bagel. Chris Weidman? It was John Vellante. John Vellante. And yeah. I was like watching this guy throw a punch. I was like, well, yeah, of course he can't throw a punch. His reach is two inches. <laughs> like, he's got nothing. I can't wait to look at that tail of the tape. Well, I'll be real with you. I'm not watching that shit live. I'm, I'm not, not paying either. for that. It's probably going to be like a $5 pay per view. I wouldn't pay if it was a $1 pay per view. Dude, fuck it. If it's in Atlantic City, I want to go. <laughs> That's trying to I'd be rather spend live. the $5. I'd, I'd rather spend AC. the $5 and go to AC. <laughs> I'm not going to, to fucking Boss AC. Bagel guy. I, I don't want to go to AC normally. If Lenny I don't want to go see Boss Bagel. If Lenny Dexter threw us some comp tickets I would think about I would it. go that yeah, what, would... what if we could weasel our way into getting like a commentary booth no what if we could weasel oh, if that was the case <laughs> I'm in yeah, what if we get like press passes I, I might be able to work something like if that if we can out. get press pa- yeah, imagine like, I talked to Lenny like a month if ago we so get, if we do. get passes for the show we immediately just have to walk around like Wayne and Garth in Wayne's World at the Alice Cooper show just holding <laughs> the po- no matter what showing <laughs> it to people who don't even matter yeah well um, how bad is Lenny gonna kick his ass cause I, I you know why Lenny was called Nails when he played didn't he, didn't he slide cleats no, up? No, it was called nails because he was a fucking maniac and he was tough as nails. Like he oh. was a fuck. He was known for being a fucking animal. Oh, I don't know why I got that confused with Ty Cobb. You told me when Ty Cobb yeah, was sharp in his Cobb, cleats. No. They called him nails because he was like tough. the tough guy on the team. He's gonna and dude, the most bagel guy is four two. He's yeah, literally built like Samwise. I didn't realize how small he was till I saw him walk in. On Jim and Sam. Jim and Sam. Dude, and he's the, sitting like, in. He's sitting in the chair, and it looks like when Will Farrell is sitting on his dad's <laughs> lap in Elf. <laughs> <laughs> when he's sitting, who's that? Bob Newhart's yeah, lap. Yeah. 
All right, let's see. Um, I love it. Let's. I want to talk. I, I um, hope he kicks his ass, dude. So, I really do. Um. Oh, so I have here. It says Slipknot. Right. New album came out. Yes, okay? it did. I, that was another thing I was excited about in Vegas. I couldn't sleep because I was all fucked up. Oh, I know you texted and, us about it. And then I see that they dropped it two weeks early. I'm like, oh fuck yeah, dude. Okay. I'm in. Uh, Josh and I are going to see Slipknot in a couple weeks. You're going to be away uh, yeah. for our buddy Tyler. Um, yeah, for his bachelor party. Yeah. Does he know what you guys are doing? And you got you obviously have to bring him to a strip club, so, right? Unless no, he doesn't want to. We're not going to do that because that's just not his thing. And two, so, um, we, <laughs> that would make more sense. Yeah, for uh, him. No, but he um, really don't. I, what, are you just going out drinking up there? Outside of one thing I have planned, I don't know exactly what we're Who doing. Who planned everything? So Who's I'm, his best man? I'm going to tell you this off air. I can't say it on air. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. I'll that's fine. Off air. That's fine. So the new Slipknot comes out. Um, we've all enjoyed the album. It's a good listen. Yes. Um, I, now, I, I, I was going to ask real quick because mm-hmm. I saw you guys rank it on Twitter. Sure. You want to talk about this now? Yeah, let's, let's I, do it. Let's I, I kind of want to put in my two cents here because so, I wanted to give it a week to I, I my will, marinate. You I know will what I mean? start um, as being like the the, quint- the residential like fanboy. For, um, for and real. Obviously, I say fanboy because I want you guys to realize that's going to be skewed. It's like with Star Wars with me. I'm going to love all of them. Yeah. There's not a Star Wars thing I, do, I dislike. You're, you're a true fan. I'm a true fan. I, lo- I like Stone Sour. I like fucking Murder Dolls and Joey had Murder Dolls going. Yeah. I love all these guys. It was in the Sean Cran's uh, side project. Um, I liked the album the first time I listened to it, and at first I was like, I don't know where I put it yet. I needed to let it resonate, and now that I've let it resonate, I'll listen- I probably listened to it like 15 times yeah. already, which tells me that I really, really like it. Um, I do put it right beneath beneath the first two. As really? far as maturity for me, this is the thing. It has elements of the first three albums for me. It does. It, it, it sound, song, Certain songs sound like the debut, the mm-hmm. self-titled. Certain songs sound angry like Iowa, and Iowa's the angriest by far. Yeah, for sure. And the third one, uh, the only thing that it doesn't have is the the guitar solos, which I'm fine with because I, I don't need, I don't always need guitar solos. I like when they're there. Yeah. The thing that I loved about this one, something that has not been featured in many of the Slipknot albums until this one and uh, the Great Chapter, is that they're really letting Sid and Craig get creative on the samples. They're letting them experiment more with sound. Right. I think Corey's voice sounds better on this album than any of them previously. Vocal- I, yes, I think I, vocally, I would have to agree. that song, "A Liar's Funeral," where it's going from a acoustic to mm. that guttural burn, burn, burn the yeah, liar. I, like it, yeah. there, I feel the anger, I feel the angst that I felt in those first three albums. Um, and I told you, I know you love, I love the subliminal verses too. too. It's my least favorite of them really? because it's the only Slipknot album that I will skip over tracks. Really, and there's only like two or three. It's well, not I, like I, I hate. Well, it. No, I love I, the album. I, I know you hate. Pul- well, not hate. I know you're not, you're not a fan of Pulse of the Maggots. I know that. I don't like that. I don't like Opium of the People. I, I will always, I will always skip those two. Yeah. I didn't like Pulse when that. Pulse of the Magus was the first single they released on that album, even before Duality. Yeah, and I was angry about it. I did not like it whatsoever. <laughs> I love Pulse of the There's a. Pl- I think well, the it's, it's also the it's also hard to open it, like open an album that does, that doesn't sound like sick or and, like eyeless. Well, of course, of course, or uh, disaster piece. Disaster piece. Um, Jesus. It, it's it's one of those things. So with this one, the way they open it with um, the the single Unsainted, which is fucking sick, and I've liked it more and more. Yeah, that song Birth of the Cruel, where he's like Birth sick, yeah. sick, like yeah. This to me, as far as uh, composition. Position mm. is their most complete album. The way the songs are structured, it, I feel like it was handled most delicately out of all their albums. Um, for me, the, the bottom two are probably either All Hope Is Gone or, again, this, I say bottom no, as I, I love all of them. They're still like, great. It's, it's one of those no, things. You're just ranking them. That's yeah, the sure, truth. sure. Okay, so if I really had to choose this, for me, this one is at the very bottom. Okay. Honestly. Followed closely by, and it, it, see, this is saying is I like it too, and it's yeah. hard to put it there. Because, like, then you would have to go. Um, it's not this. They don't have a sane anger in their dishonor. No, they really no. don't. There's not, no, there's, there's not, there is not a bad record. No. Um, but I will say, like, it's like that, like going from worst to best, like that. All hope is gone. Then I would go uh, subliminal three, Iowa, 
then self-titled, and then chapter five. Okay, great, chapter five is your number one. Great chapter it, is it, my actual rankings would go a masterpiece. Se- self-titled dude. Iowa, this one, uh, great chapter. Uh, all hope is gone. Yeah, and then subliminal verses. And, and that's you saying, know, it, it's well, that's interesting saying how how it varies. So there's three of us, and none of our rankings are the yeah. same. You know, mine. Which I think would it be, says a lot about the quality. Yeah, of six albums and nine. Keep in mind, nine people. You've had to swap out a couple. Mm-hmm. Three of well, one died absolutely. and two left. Yeah, but the quality over that time in six albums is it pretty has, crazy. It also hasn't deteriorated no, even a little no, bit. They had their sound hasn't gotten stale. Because it's the same in a lot of it, but yeah. different. Corey's, so what was your Corey, actual... Corey's changes vocals so much from album now. He's got so more guttural. I go, um, I go Iowa 1, okay. Okay. self-titled 2, uh, All Hope is Gone 3, Okay. Subliminal Versus 4, New 1 5, Great Chapter 6. Okay. Great... Great chapters at the bottom, really. Yeah, I don't not like it. It's, yeah, no, 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 no. I think it's one of those replay value conversations. Yeah, because yeah. like I'm thinking replay value, and maybe in a couple years, maybe this one will be lower for me. But right yeah. now, I have not been able to stop listening to this album. Yeah, for like, sure. I've had that song "Fucking Spider" stuck in my head <laughs> since it came out because that to me is probably their most experimental song outside when they started doing acoustic, which you can't even call experimental for them now. Yeah, it's not the fact that it sounds like a straight up Nine Inch Nails or Depeche Mode song. And the way it's structured, the chorus, it's like a nursery rhyme. Like it's to me, weird. that was fucking cool because it's a really dark song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, one of those it has that cadence. Come inside by side. It, ha- it has that weird two. cadence yeah. to it. Yeah, it's, it's like that to me. Like I, it sounds like Nine Inch Nails or Depeche Mode. And obviously, I'm a huge Nine Inch Nails fan. But I love that they let Sid and Craig get so fucking creative with the sound. And um, as far as songs go, Spiders, Orphan. Uh, Orphan's a fucking great song. That um, Nero Forte yeah. is fucking sick. Um, it, it's cool, man. It's just cool. Like they're a band. Like you were talking about Valencia, like or Alkaline Trio having fun. They- these guys have fun they when have, they record. They they make some killer commercials. Like there's an Alexa commercial where like I think Climb went to go smash the Alexa. Yeah, dude. And the bass player, I think uh, Ventrula was. I, I by the way found out he's Australian. Yeah. But he goes yeah. Alexa, play um, Unsainted or whatever, and then you just start blasting fucking. Well, that, Unsainted. Another thing, the new drummer um, uh, Max Jay Weinberg. Um, Max Weinberg's I'm the drummer. Say, slipped I, said, well, I was going to say Max Weinberg's <laughs> son, um, Jay Weinberg, because I forgot his first name for a second. Um, I like that after you know he's only been on one album. So, but until this one, mm-hmm. that the first the first time he was on it, it sounded like he was almost playing like Joey, a little bit different. He has his own sound on this album. Another yeah. thing that really stood out to me, he, it, it wasn't that crazy heavy double bass, although it's there, just yeah. not every fucking song. Um, I, I, it's I just think cool that after all this time, they're still like kind of reinventing themselves. They're retooling well, themselves. I, well, because this is really the first album where he was, from start to finish, really a part of it. Because Absolutely. they were working on the great chapter while Joey got kicked out. All yeah. this, like It was Correct. still in pre-production. Yeah. In pre-production. Well, that's what the, the song, the negative one, is about Joey. 100%. It's, it's one well, of, he I mean, was also number one. He was one. number one. So, yeah. But the other thing that I absolutely loved about it was um i just love how it's it just it's very different that's my whole Which thing one? is like uh no 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 i'm talking i'm talking about this album yeah yeah i do i do very much enjoy it it's like i said it's like we've I, said a million times you, you there's not I, a single I bad think record the, the, the truth it, it's really going to depend on how it ages so i'll tell you when volume three came out i fucking loved it and yeah. maybe i overplayed it for myself but it hasn't aged the same way for me the other ones did like the first two i can listen to 
any day of the week, any time. Yeah. And Volume 3 is the only one that I can't always do that with. Although, like, I will say Blister Exists is one of my favorite Slipknot songs. I love it. I love Circle. Vermilion Part 1 and 2 are fucking brilliant, I brilliant could, I could literally listen to Sick any day. Sick. Eyeless is my all-time favorite Slipknot song. But then... Here comes the pain! So every song, every album has a song that I will play any time. Like, Skeptic was my favorite on the Great Chapter. Skeptic and Custer were fucking bangers. Custer still rules. And then, like, On All Hope is Gone. I love the the Killing Name, the opening track on the... Every one of their opening tracks is fucking kick-ass on every album. On All Hope is Gone, like, a low-key track that I absolutely love, I love Child of Burning Time. That's a great fucking song. My favorite song on All Hope is Gone is uh, Sulphur. Sulfur's great. Yeah, Sulfur's great. Sulfur's awesome. Sulfur, they're, they're, dude, I was well, I was shocked. Well, I, was, I, I saw the set list for yeah. when we're going. They're playing Sulfur. Oh, and, yeah. Dude, they're playing a B-side on this tour. They're playing Get This or Die, Stop. which they never, what, uh, ever... What songs off of Iowa are they playing? Hold on. Uh, pull, go to yeah, setlist.fm. Yeah, setlist.fm. It's been pretty consistent each night. Um, I was... Dude, when we went, I was still... like there were, There's a part of me that's like, listen, if you're going to go see Slipknot, you're never going to hear them play My Plague live. And dude, sure as shit, they fucking well, When we did. saw them at PNC... They played a song that they rarely. That's not no, happened that's, yet. That date. No, you gotta you gotta go back a couple days. This, this website doesn't have a DeLorean. Go to fourteenth. Um, okay, so this is the set list. I'll he read it the off. Seventeenth. Um, they're starting with us, obviously five one five and six. Um, that people equal shit's the first song. People shit's sick. Great. Get this or die. They never play yeah. out. Unsainted. Before I forget, Solway Firth, which is an awesome fucking That's song. A, yeah. That one sounds like it's all fucking Iowa. Heretic anthem. A heretic anthem. Psychosocial. Devil and I. Prosthetics. Vermilion. Custer. Sulfur. All out life. Duality. Spit it out. Surfacing. I'm fucking anti. I, and you know I, they're I gonna swap out, swap out random ones. I really hope Eyeless ends up on there. You know what? I, I noticed though. They, they're not playing Wait and Bleed. Yeah, that's new. That's, that's interesting. That's I like new. that they're they're going because uh, these aren't even like deep cuts. These are like mm. Slipknot fanboy tracks. No, those are like those are those are their hits. Pretty yeah, much. dude. It's, it's pretty much the same set list. One it's it's been that. pretty much the same every night. But I will say when we went to see oh, it, don't look at the Tim Lee Park one. That's the one you don't want to look at. Why? Because that's, that's the one with the guy. Well, I was gonna say I that's, t- one, that's I the one with the guy. I posted died. a quote yeah, today. That's the I posted one the article. I was like, people always ask me what's Slipknot like live. They kill it. Well, yeah, they certainly did. Well, the guy was like 62 going into a mosh pit. Someone should have killed him. Yeah, well. Like, no, you're stupid. <laughs> yeah, tell Get him. your heart monitor, dummy. Yeah, uh, I like this. It's really consistent. No, Pretty much the same playlist well, when everywhere. When we saw them last time at PNC, the thing that shocked me that they played was that they played fucking Purity. Yeah, which yeah, they, yeah. I, Dude, when we, we were like, I was like, what is this? And was I looked at you, I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm like, Taylor, Taylor, it's fucking Purity. You're yeah. like, no, it's not. I'm like, dude, it's fucking <laughs> Purity. They never play it out. Yeah. Um, okay, I got some other stuff. Damn. Um, yeah, so uh, getting into a darker matter, oh. um, there was two shootings while we were gone, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, terrible in El Paso and Dayton. Uh, too many people. Uh, I think one is too many people, obviously, in these situations. Um, and, of course, when that happens, what what happens right after that gun control. is not even just gun control. We're now we're talking video out. game control. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Remember Josh, about this, the effect, this affects game? you personally as both a, a, a person that works in the gun field and a person that loves video games. Remember the whole violent video game tax? Well, what about, dude, how many times, and this goes to both, this is uh, the left sucks, the right sucks. 100%. This, remember after Columbine, it was guns and Marilyn Manson. And Doom. Doom. It was yeah. Guns, Doom. Marilyn Manson, Doom. It wasn't even Guns at that point, because that was like the first big one, Columbine. Yeah. They weren't saying... They, they changed sun gun laws after that. Right. They were probably a little dated, but they were blaming Doom and Marilyn Manson. Like, really? Dude, the amount of... If, if video games affected play... I should be playing quarterback for the Dolphins. Dude, do just all, <laughs> like, like do the like overly outrageous things if you think about yeah, it. Yeah, I'd be like a fucking astronaut. 
Yeah, dude. It's, yeah, like, exactly. yeah, because yeah, because you I actually mean, bought I, No Man's Sky at release. Yeah, oh. dude, you'd be in the military. It's better now. It's better I, now. I know it is, dude. Better you'd now. be in the military with how much Call of Duty you play. It's you'd true. Be a general. I'd be a fucking yeah. If I, I think Modern Warfare. General. I think Modern Warfare Two. You showed me your kill count. It was over like fifty. It was 000 stupid. People. It was it was literally video no, game it was more. It was over five hundred thousand. Jesus so, fucking Modern Christ. Warfare Two. So Modern Warfare That's Two. That's a genocide. Modern Warfare 2, I was 19, I didn't have a job, it's all I did. Let's play Modern Warfare 2. Yeah, dude, I played Modern Warfare 2. He didn't have his job, but he stole his virginity. (laughs) Fuck you. That is not true. He still has it, too. Dickhead. Uh, It's the perfect cover. I I saw, you know, when these shootings happen, obviously, I, I hate that it just has to be politicized instantly by everyone. Blame guns, blame fucking video games, blame music, blame movies. And obviously another thing that happened is that movie The Hunt got canceled. Yeah, Not that yeah. I had any interest in seeing that. The Hunt? Yeah, it was some movie where it was looked like it was a mix of like the Hunger Games and Saw kinda. Like where With a little the, bit of the purge thrown yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, like that. The and only was, movie The Hunt I want to see is what happened to fucking Robert Baratheon actually on his fucking hunt before he died. <laughs> how, how it happened? How it but, actually But this died. movie got canceled because of it. That's so dumb. And because it was I guess somewhat political in nature. I, I dude, delay it. They had del- dude, Swordfish was about terrorism and they delayed it by nine months after nine eleven. And then then the president is talking about video games and they they're the problem. How many copies of GTA five were sold? Uh, it's the best-selling video game of all time. As far as, as far as copies, I couldn't call it. He's going to look it up, but it, it yeah. grossed over a billion dollars, I think, in the first it's week. 110 yep. million copies, making one of the best-selling video games of all time. If people were reflective of the games they played, I would have gotten carjacked, stabbed, and gotten a lot of hookers by now. <laughs> I would have been jumping out of fucking planes. I would have been robbing banks. I would have been in the fucking gang. Video games do not affect how people behave. Can they have a detrimental effect on someone that might be mentally ill? Sure. <laughs> they don't affect how people behave. How many times did we play out GTA Online and just play Red Rover in the middle of the highway? Dude, if, if, <laughs> yeah, dude, dude, seriously, if video games affected the way they were, I should be tying bitches up to, and putting them on the back of my horse and laying them down on train I'd tracks. I'd have like a helicopter pilot's yeah. license. I'd be driving my fucking magnetic yeah. crane helicopter over yeah. to Greg's house, picking up his fucking Jeep, and dropping it on the top of the fucking uh People need to the name of the mountains. So, you did that to me, too, you I asshole. Did. So this, this is what happens. I think people... People become so afraid uh, of being afraid of people that they need to find monsters that aren't there. And obviously, a gun can kill some someone. So can a fucking knife. So can a fucking spoon. If I jab it down your fucking eye socket, True. anything could kill someone. Cars kill more people. It's fucking horrendous. It's awful. But the fact that people feel the need they need to stand on a fucking platform after some kind of tragedy like this and find something to blame, and also simultaneously feeling the need to have to defend someone else. I'm sorry. In these situations. You should not be defending the mentally ill in this situation. Mentally ill as a whole, sure. But don't defend this person because, oh, well, you know, they were a little unhinged. Don't make it a race thing. I saw a ton of that. People were posting the picture of the kid in El Paso in handcuffs and then showing the I can't breathe guy, Eric Garner in New York City. Oh, he got arrested and this, this, and that. Why? Like, why does it have to be about your feelings? Dude, How about, this sucks for everyone. Dude, I saw something recently, like, k- kind of related to this, but it was uh, it was actually in Australia. There was a man running around who actually had stabbed, I think, three people. He was running around screaming, Al Akbar. Good for right? him. And three, pe- three, and, and three Australian people okay. beat the shit out of this guy. Good, that's the way it should be. P- 
pin them underneath chairs and milk crates, and then we used to see one guy just like, you're a fucking cunt, and just hit him with dude, a crowbar. I dude, would want to do it like awesome. uh, De Niro kicking, uh, <laughs> uh, what's his name in Goodfellas, oh, when he's just God. stomping on him, uh, uh, Philly Atardo. No, you, no, you, you got your fucking shine box. You gotta, you gotta do it like Rafa hey, from the league. Hey, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> do it from Rafa from the league. Hey, guys, who are we kicking? Yeah, <laughs> who are we kicking? Somebody stab someone. I want to see a ghost. <laughs> you know, I don't want to. I don't want to sound like a broken record. Sure. And I don't want to sound like I'm making light of the situation. Absolutely. Sure, you know, too many people died in this weekend massacre again, in two different places. one person is too fucking many when it's a shooting. But again, let me reiterate the fact that since these shootings happened, over 900 people died of heroin overdose. Yeah, it's... Dude, there, there's so many other things out there, and it's not to minimize what happened. I mean, when anyone dies... If, in a tragic circumstance and it could be a car accident it could be drunk driving it could be getting hit by a car because you're walking down the street it could be a fucking brain aneurysm drug overdose shooting stabbing uh, molesting whatever it's awful it's all fucking awful and to think that because the you know it, pe- why can't people just admit that it hurts them more than they want to let on? Like I understand that they're tr- this is their way of showing how much it hurts them, but then to blame guns only, and then for the right to respond by saying, "Oh well, if you're going to try and take our guns, we're going to put a tax on your well, video games." Tell me how the fucking the war on drugs went um, when it's worse than ever, and that's been going on since what Reagan? The well, war on drugs. Bush one. Bush one. The war on drugs. Well, the war on drugs has been a thing forever. I mean, like you even go back to prohibition, they thought that was sure, a fucking and it, people were still you know drinking. What I'm saying? We're still drinking. Yeah, it doesn't fucking matter, dude. The amount Shit's of gonna happen, bro. That, We just did the GTA number. That's one game. How many copies of Call of Duty as a whole have been sold? You know that, what I mean? that, that's been a franchise for easy dude, over ten years. It's crazy, over and to think that consoles. to think that like one of the one time I can think of that a movie inspired someone to commit a violent act. Uh, taxi driver. No, not taxi driver. Exactly, the guy that t- um whatever the, his no, name he, was that he, tried he to shoot. Reagan. He shot Reagan because he was obsessed with Jodie Foster. Yep. That's the one time I could think of, and that guy was just a, a clearly mentally ill. He got the help that he needed. He's out of prison now and on house arrest for the rest of his life. I, I'm I'm literally trying to rack my brain and I can't think of one. I yeah, legitimately can't even think dude, of one. Dude, with the amount, if if this really had an impact on the mentally ill, and I am a mentally ill person in some capacity, I have the fucking gene. With the amount of horror and violence I watch. Yeah. I should be eating people. <laughs> I should be a zombie. You should be a zombie. Give me some bath salts. <laughs> um, so there, there was actually a bunch of weird uh, political stuff this week. Uh, the other one is Chris Como. <laughs> You see, hear about this? So he's a CNN host. He's the son of former New York City Mayor Mario Cuomo. Um, And he is obviously very left-wing. I don't think he's necessarily a bad guy. He's just very... He's like every other fucking political commentator. Slanted in his fucking views. Every single one of them douchebags. And he was getting harassed in public by some right-wing... Yeah, some douchebag. (laughs) Another douchebag, which I'm not condoning as well. And the guy called him Fredo. (laughs) Which apparently is this new well, big for, Italian well, fucking slur. Well, well I mean, so that Fredo I from The Godfather, the, the middle brother that, you know, betrayed them and then he had to kill. Fredo, it had to be you. So, Chris Como. <laughs> Don't type in Frodo, dude. <laughs> Chris Como replies by saying, Fredo is the equivalent of the N word for Italians. Is it? No! Yeah, there he is. He just died recently, that actor. This was Chris Como. I'm smart. Dude, so he so he says that. It's the equivalent of the N-word. And then the best is, of course, the, the trolls went out and they found videos from CNN using calling people Fredo all the time. Mm-hmm. And as an Italian, 
I've never thought of it in a racial sense whatsoever. <laughs> no, I would say to an bit. Irish person when they were acting like Fredo, you want to know the actual Italian equivalent from The Godfather? Call me Mary Corleone, and then I'll get mad, because The Godfather 3 is a fucking asshole movie. She was the worst part of that fucking movie. Transform the control enemy. Yeah, as you had to reveal something. <laughs> Just when I think I'm out... They pull me back in. <laughs> so, so this guy, Stupid. he goes off and says that, like, dude. And now Trump is selling shirts. Fredo. <laughs> like, it's so fucking funny. And now that's like the new cuckold phrase, calling people a cuckold. It, it, now it's a Fredo. And th- these dummies don't realize how much they pl- on the left. They don't realize how much they play into the people they think are so bad. Their hands by reacting the way they do. If Como really wanted, and also the other, to, to counteract and kind of defend Como a little bit. He here. He called the guy a punk that was harassing him. And then I saw Trump Jr. and some of the guys on the right saying, you know, punk is a homophobic slur used against people in prison. Uh, when you're a punk, that means you're the one that gets raped. Oh. Or you could just be a bitch. Or you're a oh, punk. You act like a okay. fucking punk. Yeah. Again, the left has opened, they push this window open where people can, you know, policing words. Sarah Silverman just got fired from a movie because of an episode of her show where she was in blackface so stupid. in the right context. So stupid. I don't even like Sarah Silverman. There was no no, no wrong context there. If that's I, the case, Dave Chappelle's fucked, Eddie Murphy's fucked from SNL. Mm-hmm. What, 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 where does it get here? I, listen, I'm not crazy about Sarah Silverman and her comedy, sure. but I defend comedians to they the should always end be defended, of the world. Unless it's like Michael listen, Richards. It, it was, it was not a tasteless bit it was in the context of it. It was the, it was smart. Yeah, it was smart. I didn't think it was funny. It was, it was but a for satire. What it, was, it was satire. It's yeah. like Dave Chappelle playing a white guy. It was Dave Chappelle when he was doing the thing with John Mayer, where he's a, a Mexican. No, John, play the fight riff. Play it, If that is the uh, if that's the end all be all of things. Then WWE's fucked on their Fox deal because think of some of the characters they've had. Remember when Chavo Guerrero was Kerwin White? Dude, I love lo- <laughs> the sweater they, vest. Yeah. Dude, literally awesome. every time you're a certain race, you instantly get put into some blo- like every Asian wrestler is like a samurai. Vince McMahon dropped the N word on he fucking did. TV. He, he did, dude. The, the Guerreros, they lied, they cheat, they steal. Like, they just gave him. They typical- pulled up in a fucking lowrider <laughs> with, hydraulic. with hydraulics. Yeah. Dude, it's- Alberto Del Rio, and, uh, that's the Mexican aristocrat, would come out in a fucking Rolls Royce. Explode in blackface when they mocked the NWO as Mark Henry. Yeah, dude. Jesus And Mark Henry wasn't offended by it. In the context of entertainment sexual chocolate wasn't offended no no he thought it was funny that's what i'm saying in, in the context of entertainment should there be somewhat of a line sure in no the way. context of comedy i don't really ever see a line personally who just hit a home run fraser fraser finally did fucking something um so yeah the same thing with sarah silverman uh let me see what other dumb stuff i have do you oh so the other thing that was crazy while i was gone is uh the jeffrey epstein stuff oh we yeah. like talking some conspiracy theories here right yeah so you know about all the jeffrey epstein stuff Taylor? yeah for the most part okay so guy major sex trafficker mm-hmm. of uh underage girls piece of shit piece of shit scumbag historical scumbag this has been a known thing apparently for a long time i mean he got busted in what 2007 and yep. they didn't make him become a registered sex offender nope. he got like a light deal wow. and he's trafficking like 14 year olds uh he's been openly said that uh, the laws about having sex with teenage girls are uh restrictive and they're silly um so he got arrested and he had a lot of people that we still don't even know about. Maybe mm-hmm. we never will now. Nope. Um, killed himself. There was an attempt on it. Uh, he tried to kill himself a couple weeks ago, supposedly. Um, he says that it was an attempt on his life. And then he finally killed himself, quote unquote, killed himself. And now it's getting really weird with all the little stuff that's coming out. 
It just seems too much of a coincidence. Well, man. I mean, the fact that um, that they, they it's already been proven that they uh, falsified the, the logs for who was working. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was an employee that no one ever knew that was there. Yep. They, he was like, "Oh, where are you from? Whatever." Uh, what else did we have? Uh, the cameras malfunctioned, which is a fun one. Today um, it came out that the autopsy showed that yeah. uh, he had bones broken in his, bones in his neck, which are very rare amongst well, hangings, they, they but more that, common they, with... They said that the specific breaks are consistent with homicide. Yeah. So the question is, you know, everyone instantly says the Clintons. It's the Clintons. That's the fun one. Well, did you say. hear the did you hear the the, the uh, theory that uh, the painting he has the a painting? painting? Oh, of- dude, I posted. I'm buying that painting the second I can. <laughs> it's gonna replace Pi Oh My. It's fucking funny. It's funny. What's it, the painting? So Show apparently, me. in Jeffrey, yeah, pull up the painting. I uh, the link should be on my Facebook, or you just Google Bill Clinton painting. Um. So, in, they said it's just a rumor, and this could very well be a Photoshop, and it likely is. That's the biggest thing people make a mistake here with, is they report, uh, they post whatever they think right away. Is tr- he said this painting of Bill Clinton was up in Jeffrey Epstein's house, of him in a blue dress wearing high heels. Oh, my God. To, Don't I need that? Yeah, absolutely you need that. So... Um, there, there's all kinds of weird things here, but what's crazy is it's easy to blame the Clintons, and there's been so many people that have died that had ties to the Clintons at some point. No matter what you think of them, there's no denying that people that have worked with them have somehow died in weird ways, uh, whether they're murdered or suicide or car accidents, whatever. But there's so many other people that are tied up in this. I don't even want to get into this, Josh, because this is too deep. This is too deep for me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't. I know the he's pulling up the Clinton death count. We know it. Everyone saw it. It's been trending. We get it. They killed a lot. Okay? <laughs> Supposedly. Um, so, but the thing is, the amount of different people in power that are tied up with this Epstein guy that, mm-hmm. that we only know of now, British royalty... Iran royalty, American politicians, entertainment moguls, Woody Allen. <laughs> we knew he was a fucking creep. I think it's just... It's How just, the fuck is that guy around in this new... Uh, what do they call it? Canceling people. How yeah. is how is this motherfucker not been canceled? Well, he's, what about Roman Polanski? He should have been canceled a long time ago, yeah. too. And Dude, I'm, it's just weird how all this shit is coming out and, like, like government and celebrities and, like, like you're starting to realize that, the, like, the, the upper echelon of the world, the better off... Majority of the better off people are really just these crazy, like just well, sick I, well, What's the, what's the quote? Um, absolute power corrupts absolutely. Dude, like it's, it's well. The I was watching the Chris Farley documentary, and and it's it's not to say that obviously Chris was he had he had his different vices, but Bob Saget said something that made a lot of sense that makes that says that like uh, resonates with this. Sure. Uh, celebrity and fame doesn't really make you the best version of yourself. No, of course not. So that could obviously imagine skew. It, and imagine if, as a politician, where you have the power to influence laws, and yeah, like you can duck around them. And there's already been some. So one guy threw it, uh, flew a, a drone over Epstein's island um, that you would take the, his plane, known as the Lolita Express, to. Um, and he did this before the FBI raided it, and he just did it again after the FBI raided it. And there's all these things that were there before that aren't there anymore, like. They've changed the layout of a lot of things. Rumors about underground tunnels, uh, dungeons kind of things. So is the FBI implicated in this? I mean, I've heard... I have a friend that's been talking about this Epstein stuff for years. And he's like, no, it's been kind of proven that Clinton has gone to his island multiple times without Secret Service detail. I mean, we know Bill Clinton's a scumbag when it comes to the way he is with women. And I don't want to say anything definitively. It's kind of hard to. But there's so many things tied up here that it makes it incredibly compelling, scary, and interesting. 
I mean, the, I the second when he tried to, the Epstein tried to kill himself a couple weeks ago, I was like, oh, he didn't try to kill himself. And the second he did kill himself, I said he didn't kill himself. There's no like, of course, in in his position, could you be tempted? Would you be tempted to kill yourself? Yeah, because unless you give up the biggest, most powerful people, you fucked. Mm-hmm. Well, it, but, it just goes to show that dude, there's a there's a, like a real new world order. There's real yeah, there's really course, an upper echelon dude, of people. Of course there is. That are really running I don't know this if world. it's an Illuminati thing, but there is something between powerful people across the world where they say, "Yo, you want to hit this?" Yeah, like, like whether yeah. it's a bong or a thirteen year old. <laughs> <laughs> like it's 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 sad. Okay, it's let's up. get to something fun. Um, yeah, can we like lighten it up, please? Jesus. The XFL signed its first player. Huh? The XFL signed its first player. I know. I saw that. Who? Want to tell them who it is? Uh, it's former Steelers backup Landry Jones. Actually, Landry Jones, baby. Pretty really? decent. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's, actually, he's actually a very good signing for them. Yeah, he, he, he was actually played well as a backup too for the was, Steelers. He was a pretty good quarterback at Oklahoma, man. Um, let's see. Uh, do you know what's racist now, guys? Oh no, robots. Um, you know when you cross the street. And you see the the tr- like the orange hand is up telling you not to cross yet, uh-huh. and it's the little guy crossing to when you could go. The little guy's white. He's white. He's racist. He's oh it's white people God. telling you that you can and can't walk. Um, so uh, some <laughs> universities and college are going after that now. <laughs> I know this is where we're at. Crossing signs are racist. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> this is this, this is my hope. What for fucking this. color are they going to make it? Might as well just make it green. Green no, means no, go. No, 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 rainbow. Or in a skirt, you can't change. You have to make it a real person. Because if it's green, you offend the Jolly Green Giant, dude. The Incredible what, Hulk. What do you mean? So this is my hope. You can because, see white better at so, night. And yes, it's a light. It's lights are historically. Let's oh. be fair here. They're white. They're like an off-white, like a bluish tint, right? Oh. Yellow or orange. I mean, and red. Red's the other one. But that'll offend Native Americans. Like what? What? What can we go with here? You know what? Make all the lights black, and let's see how that goes. People just going whenever they want. I hope they start ignoring the sign and just walk into traffic. So, because it's stupidity, and the fact that universities have professors that enable this behavior and support it, they should be disgusting. all fucking defunded, and all the students um, have disgusting. to pay more tuition for not going. Come with me. <laughs> Yeah, like, that's pretty much all the university professors out in California. Uh-huh. They're trying to change. Uh, they can't be manholes anymore. <laughs> that's the other one. They're not allowed to be manholes anymore. Okay, tell me how many women go into manholes. What are the, what are the odds? The amount of women that actually work in like the sewers and shit. I, I'm not. I'm. I could be wrong. I'm really gonna assume it's know. mostly men. I, I really. I, I don't have a statistic to back that you would, up. But you would, I would assume, assume. You would assume. And that would make me sexist. In your field, it's mostly men. Yes. Okay. 100%. See, sexist. I'm joking. I'm saying, but that's like the, the they're they're taking. No, I know you're they're, saying, taking right. the broadest thing and saying just because this isn't there, it makes it that rather than looking at what it is. Ask me how many Perosis are in NASA. <laughs> how many? They hate Italians. They, they don't have any. <laughs> like that's what I mean. Like there's no like, I don't understand. Like wh- these people, they they're so mentally ill that they have to find monsters under their bed that aren't there. Mm-hmm. That's literally what it is. Well, like it's people wanting to. I don't know. It's just the outrage culture. It's everyone looking for their 15 fucking um, minutes. Conor McGregor got in trouble. Yeah, well. Uh. <laughs> yeah, well, he should. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Did he, should have fuck, 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 fuck is that guy? Should have fucking hit him harder. No, come on. Let's be fair here. All the guy said, he said no, and then Conor kept pressing him, and he said, I don't want your piss drink, <laughs> which is kind of funny. And to his credit, he no-sold the fuck out of a punch from yeah, Conor he McGregor. Did. He did. Um, he didn't get in trouble. I can't say that. He's just in all the headlines. And all these people that hated him regardless are like, I told you he's a scumbag. I was like, I never said he wasn't an asshole. That's why I, I kind of like him. That's why he's a I can't, I can't excuse his behavior. 
here. Hey, I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. He's fighting this weekend, Nate yes, Diaz. Did you also and he, see him fucking? He lit up that? a blunt at his open workout. I was like, good for him. Did you see Dana White did the, like the face palm emoji with yeah, that? Yeah, he's like, and oh then, boy. And, and then uh, there was I was reading all the mentions, and one of the guys like, yeah, just you know, John Jones had a pregnant woman. Yeah, get back here as soon as you can. Yeah. He, <laughs> <laughs> it's Nate, not wrong. Nate, yeah. Nate, Nate, Nate Diaz lights up a CBD. I joint. do think Nate is going to beat Pettis. I think uh, so, rather too. handily. And I told you, you, you didn't believe me. I told you, Colby Covington was going to fuck up just Robbie shut Lawler. The fuck up, dude! I, I sat mean, there for six fucking hours to watch that. It shit. It was a great card overall. It was fun, it was but a lot I of just fun. told you but that it was like six hours. Rob, Spooner, I didn't though. understand Robbie's game plan at all. Spooner sucks, dude. Yeah, just Spooner. Did nah, you guys he, kiss? No, nah, he would. Nah, Did he try was, to kiss you? No. Nah. Did he try to touch you? No. Nah. Did he try to fuck you? No. Nah. He's a little lonely right now. Is he? <laughs> little. <laughs> right now, <laughs> both of those things. And he's little right now too. Listen, Mr. Frodo, don't get short. Yeah, exactly. Um. So. Uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, Connor's in the headlines. Um, there's a new ice cream flavor out. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Basket Robbins called. No, we're down to five flavors. You're talking to yourself. <laughs> Hello, ice cream. Hello, <laughs> having a good time. Dirty work. Um, Oscar Mayer has an ice cream out. Ew, dude. <laughs> oh, I saw it this. It has hot dog pieces in it. Ew. <laughs> but would you try it? No. Yes. yes. Uh, what? I would absolutely try no, it. Dude, to if, I tried the, if I tried the Burger King hot dog, I'm going to try hot dog ice we, cream. Okay, Does anybody try the Burger King taco? No, that looks no. abominable. No. <laughs> Did you get the spicy nuggets from Wendy since I've been back? No, spicy nuggets. No, and, and just because I, that's close with my fucking... Okay, I was going to call you out if you had said you had them about your nope. no more fast food chicken. No. Nope. Wait, so... We t- wanna, if we want to know about spicy nuggets, we can we look, look no further than Kalucci. Kalucci, Grahowski, spicy queer. Actually, uh, 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 Justin, just a flamer. Just, uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's a flaming hot nug. Ew, dude. Oh, you nah, suck. he um, uh, Grahowski, uh, whatever his name is. Yeah, listen nah, here, you he, he literally texted me the day he came out. He goes, "Bought two six, bought two sixes." <laughs> so now, so now I have twelve. Of course, he's so now. I have <laughs> Thanks, Matt. I'm like, okay. He goes, they're great. I go, cool, dude. You just gonna rub it in or what? Wait, <laughs> I need to get. I need to get back to this, Josh. What? You would what? not try the ice cream, a hot dog ice cream. No, dude, I wouldn't. The ice cream hot dog. <laughs> First of all, I don't. I, I, I don't try that. Listen, <laughs> I would maybe try it if they if they had a non mustard version. But I saw that. It, oh, it's it, only it, a mustard, a mustard version? version. I believe so. I don't like condiments on my hot dogs. Hot dogs and ice cream like, don't mix. Yeah, but like, yeah, but like mustard is like, ro- like uh, listen, I don't, don't I don't mixes like, with ice cream. <laughs> hot fudge. No, for me, the only thing I'll put on a hot dog is maybe chili, maybe chili. Okay, but I like just a plain hot dog, a good old American treat. Um, I see. Here's the thing. I'm willing to try almost any type of food at this point in my life. Yeah, I want to try. I, at even least I don't put ketchup weird. on hot dogs. Okay. You. Yeah. I, it shouldn't be your first why, choice. Why am I getting shamed for that? Ketchup. Everyone does that. Uh, no one does that. A lot of fucking people do yes, that. Yes, a lot of people do, but statistically, more Americans put mustard on hot dogs well, than ketchup. okay. I've grown up a little um, bit. I do the spicy mustard yeah, now. Spicy Dick. mustard. Regular, okay. okay. I agree okay. with you. Regular mustard is not good. It's spicy weird. mustard is fantastic. Spicy mustard Rut is great. Mustard. Specifically, I like doing, yeah. specifically I like, mixed with chili is great. My, yeah. my preferable hot dog is like a chili cheese dog, almost always. Um, but I do love like uh, sauerkraut and spicy mustard always too. That's also, my fucking honey shit. mustard can still fuck off. Oh, honey mustard's good. I love honey. Oh, honey mustard with uh, fucking like chicken tenders and shit. Nah. That shit's dope. If you're ever in Cape May, you need to go to this place called Hot Dog Tommy's. That's actually really interesting because I'm never going to be in Cape May. Well, if I'm you're ever there, it, I'm passing it tomorrow. <laughs> Dude, go to Hot Dog Tommy's. You should I drive will. right into it. <laughs> I'm serious. Seek it out. Go there. 
Uh, it's a revelation. Seek it out. Okay, so a couple other things um, while I was gone that got announced. Um, so Disney Plus, um, another update on this. So this is fucking awesome. Okay. Disney Plus is going to be packaged with Hulu and ESPN Plus for only twelve ninety nine a month. So wow. now, that, so now that I have one of each, did you know that yet? Not twelve ninety nine a month. For, I hadn't heard that. Yeah, you'll be a part. You'll be able to get that package. So I was going to say because I have Hulu and I have ESPN. So can I like you'll discontinue be able to pa- one and then just. Well, you'll you'll basically just package them all into one. Okay. Because you'll want Disney Plus. Yes. Sir. You'll want Hulu. Well, I, yeah, I watch I watch Community. And a the lot. league is on Hulu also. And it's always and uh, it's always sunny. And it's always sunny. Did you hear the rumors of the next Star Wars series? I was just actually I have that written here. Uh, there are rumors circulating that this deal has been signed. That Ewan McGregor has signed to play Obi Wan in a Disney Plus series. Um, and that is what I'm about. I'd much yeah. rather a pl- Disney Plus series rather than a movie. Fuck yeah. I'd still be down for a fucking movie, yeah. obviously, but a series where... A series ma- can tell so much more story-wise. Well, and the stuff you can go off of from the Clone Wars series, the characters right. you can bring into it, and really pull in some depth to it. Did his glove just break? Yeah, his Pete glo- Alonso's? Yeah, Alonso's glove literally just shattered. Okay, I was afraid he got hurt. Um, I'm super pumped for that. Um, I guess it's supposed to be announced at uh, D32 in the next couple weeks. Is that what it's called? Or D23? 23? 23? I wasn't yeah. sure. Um, I just wasn't even familiar with it until I just saw that today, um, which is pretty cool. All right, I want to play a quick game with you guys, and then we'll do our uh, last word. Um, uh, friend of the show, contributor of the show, uh, Brand Dan, who set up our Mark Coleman, John Rocker video uh, interviews, he asked me, who are the biggest locker room cancers in sports history? And thank you to Brand Dan for that. That's a great question. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, at first, I asked him, like, what sport are you asking? And then he was like, any. So I was like, okay, this is a little bit of an easier generalization. Um, uh, number one is Brian Piccolo. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's a terrible joke. Okay, Javon Belcher. Not funny. Aaron Hernandez. That one's funny. No, okay, so seriously. Um, number One of, one of my... Uh, Terrell Owens. Terrell Owens. Randy Moss. Has to be looked at as one. Um, the amount of teams he's been fucking run out of. Well, I he, see Terrell owns more than Randy Moss. Um, Randy Moss. Oh yeah, down of course. Albert Hainsworth. Mm-hmm. Hainsworth. Um, if you want to go to basketball, great player, one of the most dynamic ever. Allen Iverson was a cancer. Yeah. Uh, Entirely. Latrell um, Sprewell. Latrell Sprewell. Stephon Marbury. Not, Carmelo. Uh, not Meta World Peace, but Ron Artest. Yes, I'd agree with that. Ron Artest. <laughs> Meta World Peace is good. In we're, good we're good with Meta World Peace. He wasn't that good. You see him just he fucking wasn't elbow the right. shit out of no, James Harden. Well, you don't like James Harden. So that, that's just being it. dirty on the court. That's not being a locker room cancer. No, he's always been like a praised teammate as Metal World Peace. They love him. Oh, yeah. They love him. Um, but I will say, doing st- you might have a little... There might be a little validity to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he did punch a fire extinguisher in the playoffs and kind of fucked the team going in the playoffs. No, that was yeah. Mari Stunmar. Oh, that wasn't that Mari. Wasn't Mari. I was confusing because yeah. he did he come to the Knicks the fire at some point. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, there, in baseball, Albert Bell... Uh, Jeremy Giambi, A Rod has to be in the mix until the end of his career. Yeah. Uh, he absolutely was. Uh, Canseco, K- Jose Canseco, towards the end, not the Bash Brothers phase. Yeah. Um, Barry Bonds, uh, when he was all juiced up, was he didn't talk to the media, he didn't really talk to his teammates, did his own thing. Um, what about some? There's got to be more in football. Antonio Brown has to be. Yeah, dude. I what the fuck say, happened to that? I won't guy. even Adam say. Adam Pacman Jones. Pac- See, but here's the thing. I don't want to say that because he lasted so long on the Bengals, and they were almost always in the playoffs, even with him and all that bullshit. Early he, on in his career, he was bad. Oh, but early on. Once he got to the Cowboys, it, um, actually, which is surprising. I would no, even once say, he got to the Cowboys, it all wait, turned wait, around. Wait, wait. 
I would even say uh, Cortland Finnegan. Cortland Finnegan, Finnegan, yeah, was he, one. He, grew, he grew up a little bit at the end, uh, but he was always loved in Tennessee. By his, he's one of those guys like, like I don't even want to say Richie Incognito because the, same thing with Cortland Finnegan. They're those guys that you hate playing against, but you love playing with. I'm trying to think now. Like, like what there, would be there's got to be there's definitely more we're uh, missing here. Uh, oh, dude, uh, fucking Ryan Leaf. Uh, Bill yeah. Romanowski. Oh yeah, yeah, gigantic, gigantic ones. Um, let me think here. I'm trying to. I gotta dr- think. Think about this. Early on in his career, Brandon Marshall, 100. percent Not towards the end. No. Um, I guess you could say Odell Beckham for sure. Mm-hmm. Odell Beckham Jr. for sure. I don't want to say Ndamukong Sue because his teammates always love him. Oh, Jalen Ramsey is another one. I don't know if he's a cancer yet. I think it's too early I, to I say definitively he because he's another one. He, he, his teammates love him, and people hate playing against so, him. I'm talking about guys that ruin the culture of a team from inside right. of it. So this is uh, this is just from Bleacher Report. I'll just read. The, sure. They have ten. One is To. Two sure. Albert Hainsworth. Yep. Three Randy Moss. Four Vince Young. Which oh is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Has to be. Has um, to be. Number five Brandon Marshall. Six Adam Pacman Jones. Yep. Seven, Chad Ochocinco. No, no, I don't agree with that. No, he's no, another no. one. His teammates, he no, never he got in trouble until the domestic violence well, thing. See, that's that's where I'm getting because the next one is Steve Smith. That's not true at all. No, Steve um, Smith is another guy. His teammates Brett love Favre. him. Um, I think maybe. I think, no, at the end of his career, when yeah. he did the Aaron Rodgers and then what he did with the Jets. And then I would say Santonio Holmes, which is what they say too. Yes, Antonio Holmes is a fair one. I'm trying to think of more. There's definitely more in baseball. John Rocker probably has to be considered. No, you um, think? I would say at times Jose Reyes was probably because he was very much about himself. I think Ryan Braun, because of what he did, he got a guy fired and he took all the... He didn't take Lance any... Lance Armstrong. Well, he's... What locker room? The cancer ward? The, the one at the Tour de France. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the literal locker room cancer. The little... Yeah, locker room cancer. <laughs> no, they removed it, actually. Oh, yeah, Hi, Bob. <laughs> Hi, Bob. All right, you guys want to do some last word and wrap this bitch up? Yeah, sure. This All is right. actually a pretty short episode. Yeah, I figured, you know, it's a weeknight. We're doing this on a Thursday. Mm. Um, I guess uh, I guess next week we'll be able to do it at a, a regularly scheduled time. Honestly, it doesn't week, matter. Yeah. It's a summer. Like, yeah. we can figure it out. Um, starting next week, I do want to make this little bit of an announcement. I, I kind of talked to you about it. Um, at the end of every episode, rather than doing a last word, um, Josh, I want you to set up your camera. We're going to spend some time breaking down the upcoming NFL season. Yes. Okay. Um, it'll be part of the audio, and then there'll be a visual aspect to it, too. So you prop up the teams behind us, the divisions, whatever. Um, game footage. I don't give a fuck. OJ driving in the Bronco. Fuck it. OJ. <laughs> What's cri- going on here, Twitter world? OJ crime scene photos. Shit like that. Um, don't is- do the crime photos, dude. Why not? Yeah, no. Why not? What do you no. mean? What do you mean, why not? Okay, JF, do, uh, I want this to Bruder film. To play <laughs> while we're doing <laughs> That's it. That's terrible. <laughs> okay, so let's do last word. Uh, nose goes. I'll just, I always go okay. first. Because yeah, you never um, fucking get it. Yeah, I know. Uh, so I'm going to say this week, uh, my, my last word is going to be geared towards the WWE and sure. the fantastic SummerSlam pay-per-view that they put forth. Okay. Uh, my one complaint is that they they took a chance. They got a little bit edgy with the Bray Wyatt fiend character. Oh, that was he came to the ring. I told carrying Terry, a lantern. The new remix song by Code mm-hmm. Orange, which was fucking awesome. Yep. He came to the ring carrying a lantern that was an effigy of the former Bray yes. Wyatt's severed head so, with a lamp inside of it. I don't know if you've heard. The, I think I know where you're going, and there is an update to this. Okay. As well. Uh, I will update they, to what you're going to say. They put it up on uh, on their YouTube accounts, on all their social media, and then they took it down. And people are like, I wonder why they took it down. A couple hours later, the videos are backed up, uh, scrubbed of the severed yes, head. Yes, correct. Um, okay, so your your whole thing last word is going to be why would you let him do it and then hide it? Yeah, right. Okay, they're not hiding it now. Um, it is back up. 
Uh, they're saying that this they posted a picture of it today with the, the actual head of, of the fiend with the head. Mm-hmm. Um, the match I really didn't get to watch much of SummerSlam. I was on a plane at the time, and WWE Network was fucking up for like almost everyone during SummerSlam, and I happened to be Dude, one which of them. is funny because it, this was the best performance I've ever gotten out it, of it's WWE crazy. Network. It, like it, they said that uh, apparently when they figured out because they have a new uh, server, mm-hmm. a new update and whatever, new company doing it, and it was fine for NXT, I guess. And nothing but issues for people with SummerSlam. Um, so I don't know. I did get to see that match. Um, I love the pace that Bray worked. That he was more methodical, almost like an early Undertaker style, yep. where he's kind of plotting. He did like the throat rip kind of thing or neck snap. Um, it, it, it's cool to see that they're they're doing something with him. And I hope they just keep it kind of mystical, like. Don't have he didn't appear on Raw or SmackDown this week and he didn't need to. Yeah, and I'm going to be interested to see where he goes, um, whether it ends in a title run. But I've heard nothing but great things about SummerSlam overall. Mm-hmm. I heard that um, the the Trish and Charlotte match was great. I heard awesome. that the Becky and Natty match was great. Mm-hmm. I heard that Rollins and Brock was awesome. Yep. Um, and it sounds like it was just a good show from bell to bell. The only thing that was bad about it was the finish to the Kofi uh, Orton. Oh, match. they did a non-finish, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well. Uh, I, I I would I originally agreed with you on the fiend thing, but uh, I'm glad to see they backtrack because that would have been fucking stupid. Yeah, I didn't that see that. So cool. uh, I'm, I'm glad to hear that great. they did that. Dude, dude, the new song is awesome. It's the same band does Alistair Black song, Code Orange. They it's just his original song, but like a more metal version of it. Right. It's not really. It's still slow, but it's heavier. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty cool. So okay, my well. last word this week is going to be geared more towards the NFL and what sure. a certain someone had to, had to say about a certain deal that went through. So this week it was announced that uh, Jay-Z's Rock Nation is, is now partnering up with the NFL to be their live entertainment consultants and also sure. to help with social injustice and yada, 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 all that good stuff. Um, also saying, you know, just that's what they're going to do. Yeah. So this deal is announced and then, you know, who comes out and says something but, you know, none other than Tommy Lyron. Um, oh, God. From uh, Fox News, uh, Fox and Friends. Listen, there are some things she says I agree with. There's some stuff I think she's totally wrong on. And there's, she's a fucking puppet. But I also very much appreciate her just coming out and saying certain things. So she tweets: Jay Z will be consulting with the NFL for the Super Bowl halftime show and other performances because apparently the league doesn't hate Americans and law enforcement officers at a level satisfactory enough for a former drug dealer. Now this is some of the most ridiculous shit I've ever fucking heard. Bitch, you were a liberal five years ago in college. So shut up. People can change. You're talking about Jay-Z, who was a drug dealer on the streets of Brooklyn, trying to make ends fucking years old. You're talking about someone that grew up in a, in a in a world where like it was poverty. The, the the guy is close as close as you can be possibly be to a billionaire. He is a billionaire. Being, he's worth he's, his net worth is a billion dollars. I thought I thought Dr. Dre was the first. No, he billionaire. yeah he was the first. Yeah. And Jay Z. Oh, Jay Z began. Yeah. Okay, so my whole thing is who like if you're gonna have anyone Tell, be a consulting for music, it should be Jay Z. I I don't even like Jay Z any. I haven't like Jay Z in years. I but haven't either. I will say. She would have validity to it if Jay-Z had committed a fucking crime in the last 20 years. The only, the only crime he's committed is that he cheated on Beyonce, you fucking moron. And that's not even a fucking crime. No, it's what not. What crime is that? I would cheat on her, too. She I, sucks. I also don't like Beyonce either. Yeah, exactly. But, I like Jay-Z more than her. That That is... See, this is the problem, and this is why I, 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 I blocked her. I don't want to see her shit, because she says things just for the fucking attention of it. This is what her whole game has been, her entire relevancy. It, it's, it's fucking stupid. Like, oh, he's a drug he's a drug dealer he's like 40 something he was a drug dealer when he's he was 60 
way can't. past like, that. Dude, get over it. If, if you want to use those kind of arguments, you should look at everyone at Fox News that has been accused of sexual misconduct, that has been arrested for DUI, has been arrested for pills, because those are your colleagues. And you don't even watch football, and if you did, I would ask you to play a game of tackle, and I would fucking give you CTE. And she was the she was another big person that spoke out against Colin Kaepernick and shit like that. Of course, and, like and that, I'm so tired of the Kaepernick conversation at this point. Like, I legitimately just want to see him back in the league so people shut the fuck up. Yeah, I'm, I'm I don't care if he it. plays fucking tight end or offensive lineman. I just it's it's so fucking corny yeah, at this dumb. point. It's such a lazy hill to die on. Kaepernick, Kaepernick. Oh, the hiccups, hiccups, hit the hit America, hit America. <laughs> fuck you. Nah, but like I, I don't s- like people kneeling for the anthem as much as anyone. But I also don't give a fuck enough to let it ruin my enjoyment of the it's sport. It's also someone I'm else's not, right to do that. I I'm not gonna tell someone I else what to do. I don't watch football to fucking see the national anthem. If I'm at the game, I stand. I put my hand over my heart. If I'm not even at a game and I hear the national anthem, I stand up and put my fucking hand over my heart. Same. And if some one of my friends was doing it for real, I'd be like, dude, you're a fucking ass. It's it's nothing illegal. Right. It's nothing illegal. We get mad at that, but we don't care about the amount of domestic violence in the NFL, DUIs in the NFL, murder in the NFL, rape in the NFL. Yeah, right. But we care because some jerk-offs that are millionaires sitting in a fucking mansion think they have an idea, and a lot of them do because they come from lower economical situations yep. of possible, I'm not saying definitively, possible social injustice. It's their right to do it. Kenny Stills just spoke out against the Dolphins owner because he was doing a fundraiser for uh, for Trump, and then he had a private one-on-one with him. Kenny Stills does so much community outreach in Miami between the police department and the youth, and people call him a thug. What arrest does Kenny Stills have? What has Kenny Stills done but be a model citizen in the NFL? And he's one of the few players kneeling, and I don't like it. I remember that when all of it started up, the whole kneeling thing in week one, he kneeled in the game, and he dropped a surefire touchdown that would have won him the game against the Hawks and I said, you know what? I was glad he dropped it because it pissed me off, and then I got over it. Yeah, right. I don't watch the games. The media and we all feed into this because they show the national anthem. They don't show the national anthem. National anthem wasn't even a thing at games that players had to be out there for until the NFL started getting paid and, by and, it. And also, like, what an asshole! Like the rest of the Steelers made. Remember that Villanova of a guy that actually served the country? Yeah, and, and every, the rest of the team stayed sure. in the locker room, and he went out and, and stood well, there. That was that? see that's the thing that media completely misconstrued. They completely misconstrued it. He said that he was coming back in, and when it came on, he didn't want to stop because he felt it, and it was not an issue with the team. He right? Was no, like, no, no. I'm the saying the media I'm, made it look like this thing that he he's like he no. said fuck you to his teammates because he's a patriot. No. He's a patriot. I'm saying like how it was portrayed. That's yeah, kind of oh, what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, the, the way the media. What I'm saying is like thing is media portrayal. No, it's just like you if you work in if you work in media in news outlets, you owe it to the people to actually inf- be informative and be constructive and also be non-biased. The fact that we have, I guess that's my real last word, well, is that the fact that we have different news stations reporting on different things leaning left or leaning right is really should be illegal in my opinion. Um, it should just be informative. Down, This is what it is. Like, you make where, where did Walter decision. Cronkite go? Like, Well, that's the thing. So you say they owe it to the people. But you know who they actually owe what they do to? Well, the, po- the politicians. No. The people well, that own them. No, the sponsors. Yeah, the people yeah. that own them. That's a sad thing. And it's just... The other thing, and I, I do hate this, because, I, again, I stand for the anthem no matter what. I would never kneel for it. I would never disrespect it. Why does the anthem always have to be... Like, whenever this happens, it's the anthem is only for the military. And when you don't stand for it, you're disrespecting his troops. It's not only for the military. 
Right. It never has been. Is it? Does it represent the military strongly? Well, Absolutely. Like here, let, let, let me give you a perfect example and how this is just how I feel and how I was raised and having having friends sure. that are in the military. Me too. Same here, so again, it's usually at every single Mets because I went to the Met game last week. Yeah. Every single Met game or that's been happening every home game is that they bring out a, a veteran from yeah, whatever. It's great. War. They've been doing that for years. It's yeah. Awesome. It's and, awesome. And the, they, they give them a flag. They give them a flag. So as soon as they announce it's a World War II vet, the guy's like in his fucking nineties. Yeah. Been a Met fan his whole life. The entire uh, the entire place stands up. He looks starts, like Grandpa starts, Joe from Willy Wonka. <laughs> it starts uh, it starts applauding, you know. And I think someone coming from the greatest generation to fight the greatest war this war this sure. world has ever seen. Still, mm-hmm. um, I did see uh, a handful of people sitting down, yeah, not paying, it, it, not, it, not dude, paying attention. Me. Now I I have no problem saying, listen, get off your fucking high horse and stand the fuck up. I used to I'm do that. Sorry, I I'm used, still I, I'm still like that. I used to do that, but you don't want to know what. People like that are looking for that confrontation because right. it, someone's going to pull their phone up and then you're going to look like the, the they're going to call you the Trump supporter that beat someone up. That just happened to a kid. Did you just hear about this? Yeah, I did. At a sporting event, kid got put in a fucking coma because he didn't stand for the anthem. I don't like it, but these those people are looking for that attention. They're looking for altercations because they're fucking and, mentally and listen, ill and, jerk-offs. And I, I can, I'm not coming off like an asshole when I say it like this. It was just some fucking girl who's sitting there like, oh, my boyfriend brought me to a baseball game. See, like, listen... It, like, so, if it was blatant disrespect, yes. I'd be more inclined to say something. If it's stupidity, they aren't even worth my energy or thought. But it's like it just annoyed the shit out of me. Oh, no, it, it's it, it, annoyed. it annoyed a friend of mine that I went with, who's who's happens yeah. to be in law enforcement, and I I understand the outrage but and I see, get. See, that's it. that's the thing. What the the national anthem is not about law enforcement or the troops. It's representative of them, right. sure, but. It, it's that, that I don't understand why we always have to make the national anthem up. It's only about the military and it's only for the military. And if you don't stand for it, you're disrespecting the military. No, to me, you're disrespecting the country. The military happens to be part of the country, and our troops should be respected at every turn of the of uh, every corner. But this whole thing that yeah, well, you don't care about the troops if you don't stand. That has nothing, nothing, nothing. I still to do with I, it. I still kind of think that way. The national anthem. It yes, it wasn't. Bit. But it, okay, so then you shouldn't stand for it because it's not for you. That does it because I'm because sh- I'm showing support the anthem, for the for the Met. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. What does the military have to do with do with when you're at a Mets game? The fact that the, the fact that there are millions of people overseas that are sure. keeping us keeping yeah. our borders safe. That the, quite, what does that have to do with baseball though? Because none of these. The because without them, there, there would be no fucking baseball game, dude. Okay, but there was also. Then we'd be attacked by fucking Al Qaeda. There was never a national anthem at any of these games until the military paid them hundreds of millions of dollars. It's about money. That's all it's about. The national anthem was never this thing tied just to the military until the military started paying for it. Uh, that's fine. I don't give it's a fuck. That's how I think. I'm I, sorry. Listen, I want to respect the military too. Right. But it's I always respect the fucking military. I love them. I will. I, I when I see fucking troops in the streets, if they're wearing their fucking things, I say thank you for your service. I shake their I fucking hands. Say that hand. shit all the but, time. The national anthem is for every fucking American. I'm, and, I'm not saying it's not. It's not for and every. I hate American. people that fucking kneel, but these people like Tommy Laharan that have to get on their high horse and say it's only about the troops. That's disrespectful to you. 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 I'm not. You. I'm not we saying we pay our fucking taxes as no, much as anyone. I understand. We make more money than military people, quite frankly. Yeah, of course we do. Of course we but do. And we we don't get. Uh, we have better health care than the military does. So why are we not mad at the people, the VA? So the, the government. So the least we could do is at least show the utmost I, respect. I agree. If, if we can't. I, do I, 
something I, else. No, I'm. I, see, we we are yes. agreeing. Yes, I'm not saying I don't like the people that are saying it's only about the military right. because it is not. No, that that is such a lazy one-sided argument yeah. that is makes you completely blinded to the facts of why people may be doing things, whether you agree or disagree. Unfortunately, it is their right to do that. I don't think it should be a law that they shouldn't be. They should be. No, forced it shouldn't to be meal. It's be just a like a law you shouldn't be forced to vote. It's stupid. So we are kind of agreeing here. Yeah, for sure. It's just I'm saying that it, no, it's, there's like there's like minuscule things we well, disagree. I, I on. just I just hate the fact that people won't even acknowledge that the national anthem wasn't a thing at any sporting events until the military started paying millions of dollars rather than giving their troops better health care. Dude, people at the VA have to wait nine months for uh -huh. medication. How many troops are committing suicide yearly? And we're worried about some fucking jerk-off that's living on their daddy's dime because they don't respect the fucking troops. I say fuck them, and I give the troops the respect myself. Yeah, for I sure. I don't give a fuck about some yuppie cunt. No, I'm just telling you how I feel no, about no, it. I, 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 def I'm, I definitely... I'm, I'm I would, agree with you I, more I, than I, anything. I wouldn't fucking... I wouldn't, like, say nothing unless yeah. it was blatant. Oh, like, if, if I saw blatant, someone... If they're saying fuck you, I'm talking I'm gonna like gonna If I saw Westboro Baptist Church walking around with the flag on their feet... Like that's oh no! I, if I saw anyone burning a flag and shit, I, I there were people I was following on Instagram who were doing it. Rather than fucking call them out, I just fucking you have to fucking ignore these people. They're so desperate for attention because they have nothing in their fucking no, lives. It's, so it's, we all, I, I, right. I think it was just a little bit of a communication yeah, yeah, breakdown. I agree, I agree with you for yeah. the most part. Yeah. Just so many people like Tommy LaHaren. They say it's only about the troops, and that is so fucking yeah. lazy. That is such a lazy argument just to get clicks and just to get people talking and people paying attention. See, so yeah, Rock Nation's doing a deal with the NFL. That's really my. If, if one of my if one of my friends. <laughs> <laughs> but if one of my friends don't stand for the anthem, I'm going to grab right. by their fucking ear. No, I'm, I agree. A hundred times. Shit. I'm the fucking most patriotic fucking person. Yeah, I fucking I love the military. Come on. There's, I have a ton of friends in the I military. I do. I All right. Going back to military. the sports and not Jay-Z because he stinks and has for years. Um, a while. His last good album was Blueprint 3. Uh, the Mets are back in it, baby. I know they've lost three in a row. They're up big right now. 7-1 on the Braves. Oh, they lost two um, no, three. Oh, yeah, last It was three, was three in a row. Because right. um, they lost the third game of the National Series, and they lost yeah. the last two against the Braves. Yeah. Um, it's pretty crazy, man, to think team. about that where they were pre-All-Star break and where they are now. Um, and everything is kind of clicking perfectly. Um, I got to shit on Mickey Calloway for last night a little bit for pulling Steven Matz a when he did. Bit. Um, a little yeah. bit? Well, I didn't get, like, I, I usually agree with Boomer and Gio on most things, and they were defending Mickey today. And nine times out of ten... The move to Lugo works because Lugo has been your best reliever. Um, but to me, this is one of these things when you, you fuck with the baseball gods by pulling a guy who had retired 14 in a row. 79 pitches. 79 pitches going into the seventh inning. You just let him bat. Yeah. And he got a hit and he ran the bases. And he's a more competent bat than your fucking he, bench. He's a more competent bat than your bench. And by... It is only a one, 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 one run game. And the worst part of this, even more than pulling Mats out to me... And I can't say it's the worst part because it cost him the game. But the fact that by pulling him, you double switched and put took out J.D. Davis, who just put you who's, ahead. Who's also who's been, been your, hot. hottest, your hottest bat. And has been one of the best hitters in baseball since he's been getting more playing time. Bro, when he hit that ball to fucking oh, right center, it was ridiculous. Insane. And I, to me, this is my biggest gripe with Mickey. And I've actually said, even when I said he should go, I think he's a great guy. I think the players do genuinely like him. But he's one of these new age managers that does not have a feel for a game. Hmm. And baseball to me is a game of feel. And when a guy is at 79 pitches and he's retired 14 in a row and he's only had one bad inning in the second and he came away with only one run given up, you got he earned that. 
he earned that. I know he's not the Grom. I know he's not Syndergaard, but he earned it. But dude, you, you let Jason Vargas go nine a couple I'm times saying, this year. Dude, you you have to push your fucking pitchers. You have to push. It, you say, have if to. you're that worried about him having to blow up inning, the first base runner he gives up, you take him out. Like the fact you didn't trade Syndergaard uh, or Wheeler at the deadline tells everyone, it tells the entire fan base that you're gonna fucking go for it. Yeah. So you have to go for sure, it. Sure. Sure. And what is your game plan if you're putting Lugo for the seventh? Well, who's in the ninth? Because Edwin Diaz should not be closing. Edwin Diaz should be in the minors right now. Edwin Diaz should be demoted. He should for be sure. in the minors. And are you going to do a bullpen by committee, which I'm not against, a closer by committee, excuse me. But I, I don't want to spend time, sh- like, I, this is just one game. Because yeah. what they've done since the All-Star break has been nothing sort of, short of sensational. They've only had a run comparable to this three different times in their history. 1972 when they made it to the World Series. 1986 when they won the World Series. And 1999 when they made the playoffs. Uh, their playoff probability going into last night's game was 46%. And now it's down to like 39 because they lost three, three games in in a row, whatever. But they they have a they, basically they win this game against the Braves tonight. You know, one and two against them. They're winning the division regardless. They've been one of the best teams in baseball all year. You got the Royals coming in, fucking win the series, but sweep them above all else. And your schedule, there's some tough games, but they're winnable. These are winnable games if you pitch the way you're supposed to pitch. Last night was a winnable game. Absolutely. It, even the first game was a winnable game. Just, you know, the bats couldn't get going. Dude, I got to be honest. City Field, that, that weekend. Oh, dude, 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 I heard it. It was, I was like, holy shit, it yo, feels like 2015. It was, it, it felt like October in that, yeah, in that it, stadium. It's, it's fucking because great. Especially the night before with the Conforto walk-off, you thought the game was over. Dude, coming back three runs that twice, late in the twice. game. You came back from three runs twice. Watching, and then like, of all things. Alonzo hits home runs in four straight games. Is McNeil was killing it. He's hurt now, but hopefully only ten days. Dude, just, so there's, this, there's also this weird synergy to it with Ruben Tejada coming back. Dude, just, I know not yeah, much right, doing no, anything, but dude, just watching fucking JD Davis and Wilson Ramos go back to back. Yeah, man, it's pretty was crazy, crazy, but it's exciting that it, watching the Mets matters right now. Yeah, and let's do it, baby. That's what I, I've been telling LG, people, man. LFGM, motherfucker, LFG, let's fucking go. HD, uh, what's uh, what's what's Str- what's Stroman's thing? Height don't measure heart. HDMH or whatever. Okay. Okay. All right, guys. This was episode 65 of You Watch, I Listen. Um, it's good good to be back. This was fun. I kind of miss doing this. Yeah. I miss bullshitting. I miss hanging out with my friends, too. I I've kind of been antisocial because I've been around people for like a, two weeks straight, and I was like, I just need to be alone. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> no, you're not. You, you... <laughs> Whatever, dude. Well, I'm going to do that right after this. Cool. Um, Get out. And uh, yeah, and one last thing. God bless America, and God bless our troops. Let's go, Mets. LGFM, motherfucker. I did it wrong again. Balls. <laughs>